Um, Steve, I don't know if you've noticed, but did you observe the the gold buckles on me shoes? <laughs> I, I did notice those. I'm quite proud of them. You should be. I mean, those are fine looking shoes. Did you make them yourself? Why? Indeed, I did. Thank you. Wait, is that a pot of gold you got there? Oh no, 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 no. That's not for. That's not for you. That's just for me. All right, I'm just saying. Don't bother it now. Okay. I'm quite right. protective of it. But what's that over there? Oh. Yoink. Oh, no. Oh, if I go with leprechaun gold, oh, this will go well for me. Oh, gold. <laughs> and thus, a movie starts. And thus, a movie starts. And thus begins the newest episode of Dead and Lovely, the best podcast. Here with the host with the most. It's me, your good buddy, Uncle Ben. And me, Hollywood Steve. And we are here today to be talking about one, Leprechaun. 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 Preachon, Lep. I say. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't hold back. Nope. Let us know about Spread it. Spread the word. Why don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's from a 1993, I believe. That's true. And this is my first time watching this movie ever, so I'm very excited to talk about this after we have ourselves a good healthy chin wag and mm-hmm. slam some beers and catch up and all that other kind of stuff. If you want to get straight on to the Leprechaun discussion, yep. there's a time stamp for you, it's right but I there. warn you, it's cursed. It is cursed. If it's you cursed. go ahead, you will uh, hear a joke that references a previous joke, and you'll be like, I don't understand. Yeah. That's exactly. the curse. That's the worst part of it. Fuck, man. Can you imagine? Uh-huh. <laughs> I put a curse on it that says, Be- beware the man who clicks the stamp. <laughs> He'll break his back upon a lamp. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's like weirdly violent. <laughs> that sounds terrible, honestly. Yeah. If you're having trouble thinking about how that would work, yeah. you're damn right. You're it's damn that bad. Right. That's how it's going to work. It's going to be bad. You, you know, can't I, even imagine it. I saw a, a, a tweet from... an a podcaster who has a successful money-making podcast um joe rogan no no not that guy <laughs> i don't i don't think he ever tweets about podcasting because this was a tweet about podcasting okay. itself and he said basically if your podcast doesn't get to the subject of the show within the first six minutes he's out oh we're doomed yeah. uh, i was just thinking like good i don't like what what okay what would he be looking for that six minutes is too much for like is he like one of these like i I'm, i gotta get the full information are they gonna talk about bitcoin <laughs> I got when enough. are they gonna talk about my apes i ain't got the patience i gotta go yeah. back to managing my bitcoins and my nifties yeah no we're a, we're a chill the fuck out hang out with this podcast slam a co-beer mm-hmm and enjoy the show. That's what we always say. That's right. Uh-huh. And don't get cursed. Do not get cursed, please. You're going to fall on a goddamn lamp somehow. Break your back, <laughs> son. <laughs> you don't want a part of that. No, sir. How you been this week? Uh, Good, man. Yeah, just uh, doing the thing. Um, I mean, I'll talk about it in a little bit when we talk about what movies we've been watching, but... Um, an interesting week, I'll say. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting week regarding media I was intaking, for interesting. sure. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, all uh-huh. right. But yeah, other than that, not a whole lot. How about you? I've had a good week, man. It's yeah. been very busy. It's been very productive. I've been slamming out so much stuff. I've been doing some rehearsing, getting ready for a a big old rock concert show that mm-hmm. we're having over at Jackson Terminal. I'll be playing oh, with damn. Andy Wood Trio. Yeah. Uh, and we are playing with the amazing Grammy-winning Mark Letary, who yeah. you guys might know from Snarky Puppy and the Fearless Flyers. 
Amazing player. We're playing with him over at Jackson Terminal on the 29th of March, okay. 20 and 22. Very excited. This is the first Andy Wood Trio show we've done since early 2020 on Ship Rocked. Oh, okay. I mean, it's been a it's been a hot Holy minute. Holy shit. It's been a minute or two. Wait, so you want to break them off with a little preview? Are you going to use a G chord? There's a G in there. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, y'all want to hear a G chord? Head on over. We got one. We don't use B. B's no, too hard. No B. Uh-uh. It's this one. <laughs> You see no, that? fuck that. I, uh, that. Can you do it? No. Can you even do that? I, listen, looks he like you're trying. a gang sign. Hey, 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 B chord. It does look like a gang sign, yeah. actually. <laughs> when you do a B chord midair, it really does look like yeah. that. <laughs> Who are you repping over there? I, <laughs> I want to do like a series. Like You've seen that, that series of like photo shots people did where they replaced like the guitars with like giant slugs instead. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think if you just did one with like invisible guitars, it mm-hmm. would just look like a bunch of like dudes throwing gang signs and stuff. <laughs> Especially Alan Holdsworth. He plays the big stretchy chords. <laughs> <laughs> you'd probably be finding some kind of really elusive gang shit in his left be awesome. hand. Yeah. Be really cool. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. It's going to be fun, man. And uh, I also had a really cool thing happen this week, man. This is just oh, one okay. of those like weirdly full circle moments. Mm-hmm. If you were to rewind way back in time to like circa 98 or 99, mm-hmm. I'd been playing guitar for maybe maybe a year at this point. Uh, my friend Eric Reason was the first guy that I ever knew that was really hardcore into guitar and also had uh, a little music recording studio, four, okay. a four-track recording studio oh, in his basement. Now, this is like pre-fucking garage band and everything. Everybody has a studio now. Like, if you fucking oh, buy a MacBook, pre-garage you Pre-garage band, the, the application. Yes, yes, I was yes. like, I Sorry. believe Garage Rock came along <laughs> We invented garage bands. <laughs> You're wrong. Pretty sure we invented the Stooges it. were doing that back in the 60s. No, no, this is before that. Oh. Okay. In the 90s. <laughs> so. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. We stuck our, our flag in that shit right. early on. So anyway, he was like the first guy I knew that had a recording studio. And basically one of the first things that I ever recorded ever was a cover of 18 in Life by Skid Row. Oh, fuck. Okay. And it was like the first like guitar solo I think I had ever written, much less recorded. Right. Because I didn't know how to play the original solo by right. Scotty Hill. Eric was just like, I'll just lay something down. And it was fun, and I learned a lot. It was like one of those big, like you know, big moments for me as a as a young musician. Right. Fast forward to twenty and twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, actually, fast fast forward to twenty twenty one. Right. An Last older, year. less bowl cutty Uncle Ben receives a, a a message from Scotty Hill from Skid Row. Okay. Being like, dude, me and Snake Sabo from Skid Row, we watch your shit all the time. We love your channel. Holy shit! I'm like, what the fuck? And that's crazy enough for me anyway. Yeah. And we converse and we keep in touch and stuff all the time now. Mm-hmm. And then I hit him up the other day and I was like, hey, I'm putting up like a lesson on how to play the 18 in life solo on my channel. Wish me luck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, dude, uh, we should do like an interview. Just do like a little Zoom chat so you oh, can like okay. interview me about it and I'll tell you about how I wrote the solo and stuff. That's awesome. I know. Mm-hmm. And I told him during the interview, which is out by the time that this is airing over on my YouTube channel. I mean, I told him, I was like, dude, this is so crazy for me because 18 in life is like one of the first things I ever recorded, period. Uh-huh. And now I'm like talking with you about it on my YouTube channel. This is crazy. That is spooky. Just weirdly full circle. That is, man. Fucking awesome, man. That's really cool. Really rad stuff. So I'm excited about that. I'm not excited about two days from now when I go to the doctor for the first time and for fucking ever. It's not going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's not. 
You're, you're done told me they're going to take my blood. They out. are going to take your blood, yeah. And I don't get it back. <laughs> they probably, but probably. They lost it. I, you know what? It, I have not been checked for a hernia in a long time. You want to take care of that? Like, yeah, yeah, soon, yeah. <laughs> um, but that might happen. I, there's not a whole lot other than that that I can think of that'll be because mostly it's just answering questions and them checking vitals. Mm. It's honestly. You'll probably be a little disappointed with how boring it is. Oh, man. I'm sorry. But it's not scary. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm not really super stoked about that, man. But, yeah, it's just been a good, very busy, very productive week over this way. And and I like that. I like to be busy. I really hope that uh, the uh, fan letter I wrote, Cal Ripken Jr., as a eight-year-old, comes back around for me. And uh, I do get to play shortstop for the that would be a full Orioles. circle moment for you yeah right? finally that'd be sick you know what maybe i'll do, maybe we'll go out and do some speculative shortstop stuff and see if it works out start making youtube videos can't hurt <laughs> you gotta get down low <laughs> <laughs> only one way to find out man hey yeah. you, you miss every shot you don't take this is why you suck at shortstop perfect <laughs> perfect I love it, man. I love it. But yeah, it's been a good week. We've not had time to watch a whole lot of stuff. Not had time to take in too many flicks, but we did watch a thing or two. Uh-huh. We watched a free guy this oh, week. Oh, okay. Yeah, Emily's been wanting to watch that for you know uh, since the, she saw the previews, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we just haven't gotten around to it because her semester's coming to an end. But we're gonna watch it soon. It's got a hunky, hunky boy Ryan. Uh-huh, in there. He's a cute man, dude. It's pretty good. Okay. I'm not going to say it's like fucking amazing or anything. It's too long. Ah, that happens a lot with comedies now. So, yeah, I, I feel like this is like an Apatow thing where yeah. it's like post-Apatow, everybody's like, so your comedy should be about two and a half hours. <laughs> and it's like, no. really, it shouldn't. It should, an hour and a half's fine. Can you just do the jokes and then I can go? Yeah, I just want the jokes. Yeah, give me the funny parts mm-hmm. and then I'm out. Yeah. And, that, and I'll tell everybody it was funny and it didn't take that long. Isn't that like why people loved Will Ferrell movies? Because Will Ferrell movies just give you the jokes. Yeah. Like even though, even when they're like, oh, this is the dramatic moment, it's a fuck, it's all jokes. Yeah. It's fucking jokes. That's it what works. we want. It's totally fine. I mean, yeah. like all the... All the fucking 90s movies, all of your Polly Shore movies, for example, <laughs> nailed it. Oh, no. They still had their drama, son-in-law. But they weren't like two and a half hours. No, they weren't. No. 90 minutes Keep is perfect. Keep it brief. Yeah. That's fine. You yeah. don't need anything You can still have a little bit of drama in 90 minutes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Overall, it was, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. There's actually kind of this like whole other storyline going on that... I did not get from the preview. The oh, preview okay. just kind of made it look all like it was all about an NPC, NPC in a game. Right. Yeah. There's way more to it than that, actually. Oh, okay. Deadpool's so, in it. it. Yes. Actually, that'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, it gets a little bit deeper than I thought it was going to, and I don't know. It was all right. That's cool. That was pretty okay. good. We also started watching um, a series about one Robert Fetzman. Oh, okay. He's a bounty hunter. He escaped from a Sarlacc. Hmm. Robert Fett. Robert Fetzman, okay, mm-hmm. right. And does he wear like some sort of armor that maybe has like a, like a rocket strap to the back of it? Yeah, he's got a rocket strap. Oh, a rocket strap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And he's is it a cock rocket. He's a cock rocket. Strap. Cock rocket. That's exactly the one. So you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. it's pretty good so far. We're only like two or three episodes in. Okay, that's all right. 
You haven't I'm seen the episode that everybody was mad about where everything looked too cartoony or whatever? I don't think so, okay. no. I haven't seen anything that yeah. looked too cartoony yet. It's been pretty cool. It's given me a couple cool like fan service moments. There's a yeah. lot of people in rubber suits and like trash cans on well, that's legs. that's cool. Like old school looking yeah, robots and shit. that's what you want. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. So, so far so good on that one. And um, because I am a young person, mm-hmm. as you know, right. I'm also hip and with it. I've been told that young people like my fit. I decided that I should be cool and uh-huh. start watching that Euphoria show. Oh, okay. You getting down with the the sickness? So Kate watched the first season whenever it came out. I think like 2019. Right. Yeah. And she was stoked because season two was coming out. She's watching a recap of it, and I was like, I don't know, maybe I could give this a try. Uh huh. And so I watched like two episodes last night. I don't know why, but I'm kind of enjoying it. I mean, it's an HBO drama, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like It's also A24. Yeah. So, it's also Zindia. Zindia, Zindia, she's known as. <laughs> it is full of attractive women. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There are, uh-huh. there are Who many are all in people. their 20s and playing teenagers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what it is about. I guess it's yeah. that it's, it's well made. Yeah, but it's like, an HBO drama. They're going to do a good I got job. a dog in that race, man. Yeah. I ain't never, I've, I've never been a kid. Uh-huh. I was never young. Right. Ever. <laughs> uh, I've never, I've never been a drug. Never been a drug. Not the once. Nope. And I've always just been a man. You also never did a high school. Never did none of that. No. Nope. So what's in it for me? I don't know. Well, you do love watching people go to school. You have said that in the past. You actually, you know what? That this might is, be a bit of it. Yeah, that's but probably I mean, a lot people of people are loving the show. So you, that it it has to have a lot of compelling elements. It to does. It. Yeah. yeah, and it's also one of those deals where you know, being a kid now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of different it than is. when we were kids in the eighties. Yep. <laughs> like the show starts and she's the like eighties. I was born <laughs> I was not in high school in the eighties. <laughs> well, you know. But it, it starts off with like I was born like two days after the September eleventh attacks. And it's okay. just like, God, like you were born after that happened. That's mm-hmm. just this has always been your world. Yep. Like we've kind of just become numb, calloused, bitter old men over the course of our lives. Sure. Uh I mean but this is just like, well, you just started off here. That's gotta be tough. Yeah. I would say so. Yep. <laughs> so it's given me interesting perspective into the youth, into the young people. I... They love drugs, apparently. <laughs> love them. <laughs> love drugs. And sex, also. Oh, my God. They do them both at the same time. You know, the, the okay, so the, re- the reality of that is is that drug use and sex among teens is way lower than it was. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. no, it's not really reflecting reality, but definitely... Uh, I am interested in watching it because people Give are it way try, into man. it. I will. I will probably. I mean, Kate always said that it was just like amazing. And Zendaya was so incredible in it. Yeah, and I was like, I believe that it, it looks like a teenage soap opera, but it whatever. Uh huh. But it's it's been really good and fucked up, man. Okay. It's like dark and real fucked up. Man. All right. You mind if I crack a co beer to that Let's show? Let's crack open a co beer. Let's just go ahead and do that right there. We've got ourselves a, a special beer right here. This is an Adroit Theory D D. Los Muertos, uh-huh. which is really a misleading name considering it's a Russian imperial stout. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't I'm going to pour Russian. this out because it says Russian on it. I'm getting rid of it. 
Get it out of here. I don't like none of that stuff they're doing. Actually, you know what? What we're doing right here is actually the most noble for the troops endeavor we could do. Yeah. We're going to fucking drink this, this Russian imperial beer. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn it into fucking American imperial piss. <laughs> Take that. Take that, huh? Vladimir Putin and all the people who had no choice in the matter. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Piss it. Piss on it. Yeah, fuck, fuck Putin for sure. Yeah, this is like thirteen something percent. It smells. It'll get you fucking drunk. Great. Yeah. It smells so like nice and chocolatey and like. A good mm. Russian imperial stout is a lovely thing. I have had a yeah. lot that have that. Um, you know how sometimes whenever beers get so dark, they almost get that like soy sauce kind yeah, of aroma. Yeah, this has that. Does it almost? But sometimes it's good. You know. Yeah. No, it's it's very like strong. A like, little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I had one the other day that, like, just standing over it, I was like, oh, this oh, straight up smells sauce. like yeah. fucking Kikoman. No, this is just a, a slight one. It, it's more of a chocolatey smell mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get there. Oh, dude. How it tastes. Woo! Adroit Theory, man. They've they make fucking some real. fucking mashers. Oh, man. That is good. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that is, is bizarrely light. Yeah, we've got to take this one slow because it's thirteen percent. I could slam this right now. If that you is ask light. Me, I would guess that was six. Yeah, because like usually whenever you get a stout that's that high mm-hmm. fucking potency, but it doesn't taste boozy, it's usually because it's covered in sugar. Yeah, this isn't even sweet. I, much like the Russian invading forces, it looks intimidating, but then when it gets inside, it's all light and frothy. <laughs> Dude, that's that's pretty amazing. It actually does have a nice amount of effervescence too. I think that lightens yeah. up a really heavy dark stout. Yeah, for sure. Dude, that's good. That's I like that a lot. Great, man. I think we may have had this before. I was wondering because there's only <laughs> two of them in there, so I wasn't sure yeah. if we'd had two of them before. Maybe I don't know. It's really fucking good. I'm glad we're having it now. Shit, yeah. yeah. I'm not mad about it, man. So yeah, very much enjoying this one, and I'm gonna enjoy turning it to piss for the troops. <laughs> All right. What have you been watching? Uh, I've been. I've been watching stuff for the troops. Um, Prophecy, 1979. We watched it on Friday night. Screaming chat. It's uh, about a mutated bear. Love it already. Boy, the mutated bear parts are great. You showed me a scene from it. (laughs) It's the best. Just go look up Prophecy, and there's like a sleeping bag scene that'll pop up on YouTube. Watch it. It's about 47 seconds long. You're going to want that in your life. It's, It's the best part of the entire movie, and all you really need to see because it i mean not not to say i bet if we had watched it i had watched it alone i'd be like oh this is a compelling movie with good acting and stuff but that's not what we're looking for on friday nights we need constant action and this was like an hour of fucking drama and it was like (laughs) just bring on the mutated bear already so anytime we say a movie sucked on a friday night it doesn't mean it sucked in reality, it just means... Sucked on a Friday night. Sucked on a Friday night, yeah. It might be the perfect thing for Thursday night. Might be, yeah. Oh, oh. But then on Sunday, we watched Death Drop Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. The Latours have talked about they this, yeah? They have talked about this. Um, and it is... Um, it's uh, uh, about uh, drag culture, and it's kind of... I mean, it's a low-budget thing, but it's, like, fun and, like good gore and stuff i really enjoyed it like, okay normally we don't do movies we enjoy we've done two on sunday nights we did odd thomas which was a, a fine movie and way too good for a sunday night word same for this way too good for a sunday night but we had a great time with it it honestly because it, it fulfills all the normal things we need which is gore and being silly as fuck perfect perfect yeah that's but what i like in just, movies yeah also just fun so i recommend it death drop gorgeous 
Very nice. I also watched Five Cream this week. Five Cream? Five Cream. Which apparently I think just started streaming on I think Paramount, Paramount Plus. Plus. Yeah, uh, Paramount our, Plus is real. I talked about it last week because they got all the Jackass movies. Right, right, right. They're really They're getting killing, a pretty huh? good library together, yeah. Wicked, man. What did you think about it? I think it's either my second or third favorite Scream. And it's not it's not perfect by it's any means. No, no. And I don't want to reveal too much because it's just kind of coming out streaming and stuff uh, you know by this time it'll be out two weeks but i don't want to say everything but yeah the killer reveal i kind of guessed that yeah. it was i kind of guessed right. one, yeah and a little bit of it i kind of guessed but like also it was also a little bit like eh, that doesn't Would that work yeah it doesn't yeah, work totally. with the scene you showed us earlier yeah um but also, I didn't care. Because that's the thing about Scream movies, is it's fine if they're convoluted. Look at part two and part three. Like, and oh, I, I think, extremely convoluted, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you know, part four is also pretty convoluted. Part four is, my, I think, my number two. The original is yeah. number one, without oh, a doubt. Yeah, totally. Part four, I think, is number two, and then part five for me is number three. Then three and two. I think two, two I just don't like. Three, I like. I think it's goofy as shit. Yeah, totally. I like it a lot, but it's... It's so goofy that it's not, like, as scary as the others. No, huh? Yeah. Which this one has good gore and stuff, too. I was going to say, yeah. like, do you think, because I think, honestly, it does. Yeah. Do you think it has the best gore of the entire series? Maybe. I mean, not the most brutal kills, because the first one just is brutal at There time. are some, yeah. But, but, dude, like, that that scene where there's the knife going through, oh, like, the neck skin, oh, that's and so it comes brutal. out. Oh, yeah, now that I think about it, actually, I was like yeah, kicking it the might seat even and shit, be the, man. But that's yeah, that was what like really elevated it for me was the kills and like how the kills but, are. I, I will say, even though they are good and brutal and looked nice and practical, yeah. pretty one dimensional. It's yeah. a lot of stabby stab, a lot of stabbies, but that's fine. I mean, that's scream, you know. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's worth a watch for it sure. It totally, totally is, yeah, man. If, if you're a scream fan as I am, I love the franchise. Uh, I mean, even to say I don't like two isn't true i like to i just don't think it's the strongest of the series no i just love scream so if you like scream you're gonna like this it's it's definitely not one of those it is a legacy i mean that's what they're playing on they they yeah. do the meta of it is it legacy horror films like halloween 2018 and all the others that have come out and requels and requels yeah, yeah. so it is it is pl if you're worried that you're going in to see halloween 2018 as a scream movie no no it knows that it already is like playing on those levels so, totally which I, is I love the, the meta quickest elements, meta yeah. turnaround i think they've ever had i think so too it's like two years later they're like Here's, here's how these movies work. <laughs> it's like, fuck, it is. Yep. There's so many of them, too. It, it, I think, performs very well with getting meta in the, the current horror landscape. Yeah. And being self-aware and yep. self-referential, but also just being pretty entertaining to watch. Yeah, yeah and bringing back, you know, bringing back people you want to see. We already know Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and, and uh, David Arquette are back. Like, yeah. That's all fun. You want all that stuff. Totally. But they also have some, like, voice cameos of other people like uh oh, yeah? matthew lillard provides the voice of uh the of Ghostface in the stab eight trailer no shit yeah the oh, one with cool. the fucking flamethrower yeah, yeah yeah and then when they say four wests like all the voices are people from like hayden panettiere and like Several other people from past Scream Aww. movies are the ones saying four West at that party. So. That's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. Yep. So I thought that was great. I'm glad you dug it. Yeah. Uh, I also started the show Grimm, which is a show that Grimm. came on like a decade ago. 
that just I was like, like about the, it's like a fantasy kind of show about it's super, it's shit, supernaturally yeah. type old, of thing. olden times but well no it's it's set in modern times but it's about oh. grim fairy tales okay okay so yeah uh very supernaturally charmedy yeah. type thing so type of thing you could turn on and not pay a hundred percent attention to but still have a fun time everybody needs that show man Me too. yeah i definitely need those type of shows because yeah. My ADD needs to just have something else on so I can pay attention to what I'm actually doing. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you, like, I think I told you a couple months ago, we started watching through Supernatural, yeah. which mm-hmm. is one of Kay's favorite series, and I'd never really watched any of it. Yeah. We're in season three now. Uh-huh. It's getting pretty good to me, man. I'm fine. I can't lie. I'm fine with these type of shows. Fringe is that type of show. I keep thinking back to Fringe now. Like, cause I never watched I'm, that. Oh, man. Everybody needs to see Fringe, but also... It's not as it's X Files light. X Files is the better show. Fringe is the more refined X Files, but really, it it is definitely not as like question the governmenty okay type yeah. of show. But Fringe is one of those shows that like was on the cusp of the streaming era. Ah. So like the first season it came out was the first year ne- like Netflix was like maybe we should stream these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like the first few seasons of it are you know those 22 episode type of seasons where you got a lot of padding out and stuff sure but they did a good job of telling a single story like x-files would have the monster of the week thing they have monster of the week basically every week but they're still telling a single story which is cool yeah x-files was not able to do that um but then by the time streaming becomes a bit more relevant that's when the show gets more streamlined and better okay cool so it's cool to watch that sort of transition into being a show that's exclusively being seen when you watch it at the program time to a show you can just watch anytime. Gotcha, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then also, so this is the this is the week I had. <laughs> uh, I have watched all of the Leprechaun franchise this week. That's two to three movies. It's eight. It Eight's is eight a lot. Movies. There's eight. There are eight Leprechaun movies. I didn't realize the count was that high. Yeah. I thought there was, I mean, there's one and two. I know there's In the Hood, and also In the Hood 2. There is, yeah, In the Hood 2. There's the Space one. Uh-huh. And the Kostansky one. Uh-huh. And there's also a WWE one. Oh. Uh, yeah, where Vince, Vince McMahon was like, oh, we got a little person on the roster. Wait, wait, no, no, no. He went, oh, we got a little person on the roster. <laughs> yeah, he was like, all right, Hornswoggle. <laughs> what we're going to do? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was like, oh, we got a little person on the roster. I'm going to make him play the leprechaun. Okay, sorry. I just want, I have to interrupt because uh-huh. this just hit me. What do you think it sounds like when Vince McMahon throws up? <laughs> I, bet <he> gets, <laughs> I bet he gets higher somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me a second ago. <laughs> okay, also Vince McMahon coming. I have to know. Yeah. No god i don't want to think about that anymore not at all no okay so uh yeah i um hornswoggle hornswoggle yeah he okay (laughs) is it good i'm not gonna say much about this no it's not um (laughs) i'm not gonna say much about the franchise because the day after this drops is saint patrick's day and on that day i'm dropping an episode of anadendum where I'm going to have wow. Anna Martin, our pal, wow. come in because she just recently watched all the Leprechaun movies, and we're going to rank the series and talk Ranking about the up. franchise. Is that going to be only for people who support the show like good fans? That's right. Listen, Ben, 
this is the best advice you'll ever get. If you're going to eat a worm, make sure people pay you for it. There I you already go. ate the goddamn worm. Now I need money. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> so, you did the deed. Yeah, Patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Become a patron on any level. You can hear our Patreon exclusive and addendum episode All right. where we rank the entire franchise. But I will say Leprechaun in Space is a work of art and literally, Holy you, shit. even if you haven't seen the first one, Go watch Leprechaun in Space right now. Get it into you. It is art. See, that's what I was wondering about is because I, uh, spoilers, I really enjoyed this movie and had fun watching it. <laughs> cool. And I want to watch the other ones, but I don't know what all's on streaming. I was kind of worried to be one of those deals if you where have I'm like, Peacock, well. They're all except for oh. Leprechaun Returns, all okay. streaming. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. But at the same time, does it matter if you watch them in order? No. The only thing that would matter would be watching the first one in Leprechaun Returns because Leprechaun Returns is a sequel to Leprechaun. All of the others are not sequels to Leprechaun. They are just separate movies that have the same character. And I have a theory, and Anna, Anna and I have been messaging about this because we're trying to figure out what we're going to say. Okay. There's a theory that we have that the all of these are just different universes like it's a Ooh, leprechaun it's a multiverse. multiverse yeah <laughs> so, okay like, sounds interesting they cannot possibly connect the timelines don't work they don't even like mention anything that happened in the past except for leprechaun returns huh it's uh, uh, whatever but <laughs> the thing is the thing i will say though about watching this entire franchise is i would watch this entire franchise over hellraiser any day over the Hellraiser franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, whenever we did the last Hellraiser movie, you tried to get through all of them. Mm-hmm. And couldn't. You fucking threw in the towel. I threw in the towel. I will get back to them because I was almost at the end. I was going to say, like, what all do you lack? Uh, there's three more, I think. Fuck there. me. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's Ugh. eight of those as well. And that's what I'm saying is I struggled with those. Didn't struggle with these. They're only about an hour and a half each. Like, Warwick Davis is funny enough. To carry each one of them that sure. you're just like, okay, this is fine. I mean, In the Hood's got iced tea. That's fun. Well, on the bright side, too, like, I, I imagine nothing in this franchise ever hit the lofty heights of, like, let's say the first Hellraiser movie. So your expectations are right. pretty managed yes, going into it. It is always right? low, like, low expectation. Because with this one, like, you enjoyed it. I, I, I also, there's a ton of stuff to enjoy in this. Yeah. But this is the height of the franchise. Wow. Like, probably the best made movie until Leprechaun Returns. Okay. Leprechaun Returns is really good. I How mean, does it stack up to other franchises in the horror universe? I mean, obviously, <sighs> I, I'm not going to, yeah. I can't imagine that it overtakes like Friday the 13th for no, or no, something. No, no, no. I'd always watch a Friday the 13th or a Nightmare on Elm Street before okay, this. So not as good as those. It, okay. If you told me, like, you put two boxes in front of me and said you can randomly pick from this one and you get a random Leprechaun movie or randomly pick from this one and you get a random Halloween movie, I'd Ooh. pick from the Leprechaun one. Because Dude. the likelihood that I'm not going to get an absolute piece of shit is higher. It sounds crazy when you say it, but yeah. then you factor in how low your odds are grabbing a random Halloween out of a yeah. box. Yeah. I mean, what if you fucking grab five? Yeah, you got to sit there and watch it. When you could be watching Leprechaun in Space, maybe. I mean. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, because Halloween has higher heights, for sure. Yeah. But if you don't get that one, well, yeah, you don't get one of the first, well, one, three, or Halloween 2018 mm-hmm. for me. I And I can watch the Rob Zombie ones just fine, but they're not a pleasure to watch. 
any of those other ones I just went. Maybe yeah. even the same with the Texas Chainsaw uh, franchise because Damn. there's so many that I just don't want to see. There. Yeah. Whereas this, again, it just never gets to the heights that you get disappointed by any of the sequels until you get to Origins. Then you're like, what the fuck? Why isn't this goofy? <laughs> <laughs> so it never reaches the heights, but it never reaches the lows either. Never does. Never does hit the lows except for Origins. Just a standard mm-hmm. middle of the road kind of thing, a safe bet. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, man. All right. Yep. So, yeah. But seriously, if you if you can get Leprechaun in space on any streaming service, sit down and watch it. You are not going to be disappointed. It is just fucking an hour and a half of the silliest goddamn shit. He starts in space, and there's no explanation. I was going to say, how did he get to space? He is there. That's how. And because he's trying he's to become a king. In space. Space king. He's trying to be a space king, and he has a lightsaber. I mean, you're really fucking selling and me on this right now. that's all in the right first now. ten minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then all the other movie happens. Seriously, I just don't want to talk too much about it because... Don't spoil it. But I need at it. one point, a woman takes off her top to give a speech. I, I got some things to say, but first things first. Let me show these titties. Got to show these titties Let out. Whip them titties out and tell you about how I'm going to kill you in a war. My God. It's genius. I loved it so much. This sounds amazing. Yeah, check it out. I'm sold, mm-hmm. man. I'm sold. Well, hopefully I got some time to watch some other good stuff this week. It's been a busy one, and I think this week is also going to be pretty slammed. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, I'll tell you what I've been thinking about here lately. What you been thinking about? And you know what? I think it's really a combination of a lot of things here. Okay. Because I was thinking about, you know, this old movie that we're watching here today, this Leprechaun. Yeah. And how the story is that it was kind of spawned by a box of dang Lucky Charms. Uh-huh. Well, yep. Ain't that the story? Uh, yeah, he was inspired by the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think the idea of that, plus it, it honestly might even be that Euphoria show that I've been watching. Okay. It got me thinking about a couple things. You know, I don't know if you know about this or not. I'm excited to find out. But breakfast cereal sales, they're down, Steve. What? They're plummeting. How? Because Big Keto. Fucking Big Keto. They're God wanting people it. to wake up and have a yogurt or have an egg or mm-hmm. something and start a day without a carb and be villains. Because we all know, as I have theorized many times, keto people are villains. Right. This is how it works. You've been saying it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So big cereal is struggling okay. out there. But that euphoria, it got me thinking, you know what? Kids today, they're growing up. They're uh-huh. growing up younger. Okay. They're. I, I think they're ready to have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of sex selling in the breakfast cereals. Oh, boy. I've got some ideas about how we can revitalize I'm excited. the cereal industry uh-huh. by updating some of these cereal mascots. And I want to tell you about this dirty dozen here in the Preview Palace, Steve. Welcome to the Preview Palace <laughs> Cereal <laughs> Edition. <laughs> I came up with this list uh, very quickly today. And I have no knowledge of what's on this nope. list, so I'm excited. <laughs> this was a surge of inspiration mm-hmm. that overtook me, and I was like, well, this is exactly <laughs> what I need to do for the show. And so I, I want to pitch these ideas to you. I'm excited. As a as a fellow cereal consumer, yep. and maybe you, can, maybe you can add or subtract to these, tell me if you think these are going to sell, 
Because I just think that if we inject some of these classic cereal mascots with a little, ooh, just a little razzle-dazzle, a yeah. little sex appeal, mm-hmm. we might be able to bring them back and keep these brands alive. Okay. All right. Number one, tell me what you know about a box of cereal. It's got a frosted flake on it, only also on the box, you got a very sensual very hunky looking tiger man. Okay. Maybe he's called Tony the Tugger. What do you think about him? I in my head instantly I imagined Tony the Tiger but with huge pecs and yes. a fucking eight pack dr- like in a magic mic like fucking costume that he's about to rip off Perfect. and reveal his gigantic tiger dick exactly yeah and then do some tugging and then do some tugging fuck yeah yeah tugging to on get this, the tugging fucking on frosting on those flakes <laughs> the frosting's gotta come from somewhere <laughs> damn it that's a great point i wasn't even thinking about the frosting it all comes together hey there yeah. we go yeah yeah uh. yeah right. so tony the tiger this is a hit i'm yeah i'm buying that for sure it makes perfect sense uh-huh. Okay, number two on my list right here. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, now if I think that a cereal is seriously in danger of being canceled by this anti-sugar fucking Uh generation we're living in right now. I know how they are. I'm telling you, do you think the people in charge want you to wake up and have a big old bowl of a chocolatey cereal what's got a vampire on the box? You know they hate that, yeah. You know they hate that. They're not mm-hmm. going to let us do that. This ain't America anymore. Mm-hmm. I thought this was America, <laughs> right? You did, uh-huh. But listen, I think we can get them on our side, and we can get the kids starting their day uh, with a big old sexy bowl of chocolate cereal uh-huh. if it's being sold to them by maybe one uh, uh, cunt chocula. Okay? Cunt. Sexy. It's hot. Cunt. Chocula. No, God. (laughs) Milky. Milky cunt chocula. (laughs) Oh, my. Okay, it looked better on paper, maybe. No, I. you know what? Hey, listen. There are definitely dudes out there who are like, hey, man, I love eating pussy. (laughs) Start your day the yeah, right way. Like they really want to advertise their pussy eating, so they're like, "Hey, look at the cereal I'm buying, huh? Hey, hey huh? Cunt, you get like, it? Here's what, how to start my day. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, start your day, bro. You uh, eating something that's not this, huh? Cunt chocula. It's a big seller. I bet. <laughs> I think there's potential. There's gold in them hills, man. Of all the monster cereals, this oh, is the one that's going to take off. Yikes. We right? just lost my mother-in-law. She is not happy about cunt chocolate. <laughs> she's not here for that. No, she's not. Okay, I've got other options we can explore. Okay, let's hear them. Next on the list, this is a cereal that's really struggling. Uh-huh. Because a Rice crispy, I mean, what, you're just going to wake up and eat a bowl of rice? It's uh, just carbs. Okay. That's a tough sell these days. Uh-huh. But I'm saying you can keep this brand alive. If you give us a sexy trio on the front of that package. Okay. I'm talking about my boys, Snatch, Cuckled, and Prick. Okay? Get Snap, Crackle, Pop out of here. They're not Jesus sexy. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is Snatch, not as cuckled bad as and Prick. for sure. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think, yes. Okay, Snatch, Cuckled, and Prick. Yeah. 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 There's something there for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A snatch, a prick. <laughs> the three things people love. Yeah. They love a snatch. They uh-huh. love a prick. 
and we all love a cuckold. Sure. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that man. We say it's a, a holy a, trio. A, <laughs> <laughs> just watching as someone had sex with his wife, cheering it on. Yeah. Yeah. It works, right? Uh huh. Okay. All so right. that that's a keeper, is what you're saying. Yeah. You're gonna eat some crispy rice if it's from those three. Yeah. No. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on with the list right here. I feel like we've got a lot of hits so far, frankly. Yeah, the hits just keep on coming. Yeah, they really, really do, man. And it's keeping breakfast yeah, uh, coming, <laughs> you know? All right, now what do you know about a Honey Smacks? Is that even a cereal anymore? Did I it, think it got canceled. Did it? I don't, for, I don't for think kids a frog? eat it. For having a fronga on there, right? Huh. You remember him? I do. You remember Dig'em Frog? Dig'em Frog, yeah. How about we bring it back for 2020 uh-huh. with Dick'em Frog? Dick'em Frog, yeah. Why not? Well, also change it to Honey Snatch. He's a, oh, Honey Snatch? And Dick'em Frog. Oh! <laughs> You're starting the day with a cold bowl of cereal that's hot. I feel like we're just writing penthouse comics now. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know what? <laughs> we might have missed our true calling at the end of the day. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so maybe you wake up in the morning, you want a big old bowl of fruity cereal, uh-huh. right? Obviously, yeah. Tricks. it used to be shaped like all kinds of fruits and stuff. Now it's just like little balls that are colored. Mm-hmm. Way less fun. Yeah. Also way less fun, Tricks Rabbit. Right. What's cool about that, man? Nothing. Give me something steamy, right? Mm-hmm. Give me something with a little pizzazz. Yeah. Give me Tits Grabbit. Tits Grabbit. Tits Grabbit. Okay. And he, he's got the tits. Yes. And so the, that, gra- that the thing he's grabbing is penis, perhaps. It could be. Yeah. Or the thing about it is, is I, whenever I was pitching this to my wife, she was like, that's sexual assault. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's it's a request for action. Oh, tits. Like, grab, grab it. Grab it. Grab yeah, it. Grab it. Yeah. All I right. like this, it says. Now, I was, I was wondering if you were going to uh, go Snoop Dogg 90s style and just call it tricks again, but T-R-I-C-K-S. You know, that would work. And... Then maybe just have boobies. Okay. Yeah, just say the little ball things are boobies. It could work. I mean, but it works better with tits grab tits it. Tits grab it. I mean, yeah. it's just fun. Let's be yeah. honest, right? Mm-hmm. So it sells itself is what you're saying. Yes. I'm selling. You're buying. Now, <laughs> what about if you like to wake up in the morning and have a bowl of cereal that just absolutely destroys the interior of your mouth as if you're eating oh, fucking insulation? Captain Crunch, gotcha. You want Captain Crunch. And if you're having Captain Crunch... What are you looking at? A box that has a fucking old man that has eyebrows on a captain's hat? The eyebrows are on the hat. They are. They are on the hat. And that is, of course, Captain Horatio Magellan. Does that make you want to wake up and fuck the day? Captain I don't think so. Horatio Magellan Horatio is his name? Magellan, yeah. What the fuck? Bring on Captain Whore Magnet. What? <laughs> yeah, Horatio Magellan, Whore Magnet. Oh, it's perfect. Right? (sighs) Yeah. I mean, it is, I guess. Yeah. If you're looking at it from a certain perspective. Captain Crunch. Sure. So, that's got That's way hotter than what they're working with now. There's no argument there. No, I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Captain Crunch is not hot. Not at all. Nobody's trying to fuck Captain Crunch. No. No. Uh Even though his hat is shaped like a dick and balls. Clearly it is. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just make that more obvious on the the really packaging. amplify it. Yeah, actually, like give the hat a little flop. Oh just yeah, so it's like oh that's maybe that's it leans a, to the right just a yeah, little bit. You know, just a little hole at the top. Sure, you know, for air to escape. Captain Whore Magnet. 
right, man. Okay. Okay. Now, what if you're the kind of person that likes a different kind of fruity cereal in the morning? Maybe one what has a a, a, a bird on the box, a toucan. Uh huh. What's toucan cool Sam? about that with a Fruit Loop? Mm-hmm. Now, is that hot? Uh, no. No, I can't think of any way it is. It's a bird. I don't see anybody waking up and uh, getting their, their, their pussy hard for their uh, Toucan hard. Sam. Uh-huh. But I'm saying we rebrand with Tucock Slam. <laughs> <laughs> he was really into DP and fruity cereal, okay? Tucock Slam. <laughs> slam. Damn. All right. <laughs> I mean, this is not as good a pitch, but tuna can Sam would have also worked. Ooh. He's just got a, he's got a just girth. He's all girth. One hundred percent girth. Uh-huh. Tuna like can a tuna Sam. Can. But yeah, I think two two cocks two cock slam. slam. Wow, man, that is just that that has an epic quality to it. Like there's yeah, there's just something to it where you're like, damn, this is gonna be a fucking ordeal. Yeah, definitely. Which also makes you think probably people aren't gonna want it. For breakfast, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's so much!" Like, ah, damn, I'm gonna be stuffed all day. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, like they market it as like it's the cereal for sharing. Like, there's mm-hmm. two spoons in the bowl, <laughs> right? And you're encouraged to, uh, you know, uh, go at it from either side with a friend. Right. Uh-huh. With a friend, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, listen, that's a good way to market toward people who can't afford a whole box of cereal, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're uh, you're a struggling college student. You and your roommate go in for a box of two cock slam. <laughs> cock slam and Fruit Loops, yep. Yep. <laughs> and you just <laughs> share a bowl. Yeah. yeah okay. You just go at it from, from either side. All right, yeah. You I'm down for it. This is good. This is real good. <laughs> one of the best, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, Lucky Charms, what started this whole conversation. Right. Lucky the Leprechaun. This is pretty low-hanging fruit. You can probably guess what's happening here. Cucky the Leprechaun? I mean, I already used Cucky, so I went with Fucky the Leprechaun. Oh, yeah, Fucky's good. Uh-huh. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way works, though. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing about the Leprechaun is, like, he's a trickster, so if you just throw a big erect penis on him, like, what sort of antics would he get up to? I feel like it wouldn't be any good. Probably nothing really good. Yeah, especially because he's always being like chased by children, and he just have this big. I don't direction. like where this is going. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I think maybe if you're gonna rebrand it to Fucky Charms, you have to be like, also like now adults are trying to get me Lucky Charms, right? Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. fuck me Fucky Charms. Me Fucky Sorry. Charms, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a better way to spin that one. I yeah, think. I think so. Um. So, do you remember the Honeygrams guy? Of course I do. That bear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one didn't even need any modification because it's, it's Sugar Bear. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Then. It's already there. Yeah. You just rebrand it. You make him, instead of a bear, you make him a, a kind of chubby hairy man. Yeah. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. So, yeah. That's easy. We're just, like, branding towards, like, the the, the gay male population. Like, hey, this is, this is a sexy bear on the front of this. Eat cereal. Right. Start Whereas today. currently they're like aimed toward the furry population. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if there is a furry out th- a furry. A furry. <laughs> I said it all weird. <laughs> I wonder if there's a furry out there who's like, I'm the guy sugar bear Playing from Golden sugar Grams. Bear, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I'm telling you, man. Well, yeah, let's at, get to yiffing. As as Grayson once said, if you can think it, you can kink it. That's so true. That so is somebody's somebody probably saying, is man. out there. That's somebody's saying. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember uh, also in that that monster line of cereals, there mm-hmm. was one box of cereal called the Monster Mash cereal? Yeah, uh-huh, I do. Which, of course, they had their boring, completely not-hot mascot, Maxwell Masher. I mean, Masher, I can see, maybe. Uh, go ahead, though. Max Masher? I mean, it's pretty that good. does sound like a porn name. It, it sounds pretty good as is. There's, there's potential. It's rotting on the vine. Right. It is, for sure. We need to bring that cereal back. We need to make it fucking hot and smoldering and nasty again uh-huh. with might as well mash her. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Might as well masher. This is a guy who encourages people, like people who are like on the precipice. They're like, I don't know. This Might as well. That, should I have sex with this person? Might as well mash her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I feel like these breakfast cereals are going to get people thinking about sex from the beginning of the day, which yeah. I feel like is going to improve everyone's day. How could it hurt anything? Uh, couldn't at all. Probably Just going to have all. people fucking at work. Okay, Great. it might impact productivity a little bit. Well, listen, people fucking at work is going to inc- increase the happiness at work. Ah, uh, so yes. That's okay, probably yeah. going to, over over time, increase your productivity. Bring that cortisol like, into so the fun. workplace, man. Get everybody happy. Yeah. Give me them feel-good chemicals. <laughs> Have a workplace orgy. <laughs> now, that's definitely going to happen for you, even if you're eating boring old people cereals uh-huh. that actually, if you go back in time and research, were created as, uh, I think, a, a, was, it, was it a Quaker? Yeah, I think it was a Quaker man's anti-masturbatory invention of a breakfast cereal right. mm-hmm. because the origin of cornflakes... Yeah was said to uh, make you less erotically charged through your day, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the idea was that, that spices and things would increase your sexual desire, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they kept it bland the entire career of this cereal. Yeah. Who's their mascot? Cornelius Corny Rooster? Okay. That is... What's, what's I mean, hot that, about that? Yeah, I was going to say, there's nothing, nothing sexy about Ain't a nobody's rooster, stroking right? for that. Nobody's stroking it for a rooster. I'm just saying, you re-debut this cereal with Hornelius the Horny Rooster? <laughs> Come on. Now, let me just little swerve on that. Let's take <laughs> rooster, get that out, get it out, put in cock. Cock. He's a cock. Yeah, he's a Hornelius Horny Cock. Because it already does, like, the rooster bit he's got does that lean. have a dick shape. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. just get, go more dick on it. Just lean into it, you Lean saying. into the dick, I lean say. Lean into it. <laughs> He ain't a rooster. He's a cock. That's a cock over. It's perfect. Uh-huh. Now, that cereal is now uh-huh. with the times, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, the young culture. sexier. They're going to TikTok themselves um, talking about how uh, eggplant emoji, water droplet emoji, this cereal is. I can Okay. I can see the TikTok already. Uh, uh, an annoying song is playing in the background. Somebody shows up on screen. A little thing pops up that says... I figured out a new breakfast hit, and then they're like, "I call it breakfast soup." And then they pour the the cereal in, and then they pour the milk in, and they uh-uh, eat it. Uh uh-uh. And and then it's sexy somehow. I think so. Yeah. Now this is the last one on my list here. I know you're disappointed to hear this end. <laughs> I am. Oh no. <laughs> oh no! It's over. <laughs> 
So I think one of the cereals that is the most in danger uh-huh. of just falling off the face of the map in this anti-sugar, anti-carb environment we live in these days yeah. is, of course, waking up in the morning and starting your day with a big old bowl of cookies and milk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, of Co- course, Chris. talking about a cookie crisp. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, you remember throughout our childhood, we had uh, a little uh, cartoon dog that was trying to steal some cookies. Yep, and a guy chasing him. Yep, it was a mm-hmm. bobby cop, right? Yep. He mm-hmm. was chasing around trying to get him from stealing those cookies yeah. and starting his day the bad way. What were they called? Cookie Crook and Officer Crumb? Okay. Now, we had those through our childhood. I say through the rest of our adult lives, we enjoy breakfast with Cookie Cock and Officer Cum. <laughs> and Officer Cum, of course, is chasing him to cum on his cookies. <laughs> He's chasing him dick out, just jerking it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You need some milk on those cookies. <laughs> right? Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah, I think this is going to help the struggling cereal industry. I didn't know they were struggling until now. I didn't either until yeah. I made that up. I mean, you could <laughs> just a simple uh, adjustment for Cheerios. Cheery hose. They're Cheery they hose. Have, yeah, they have some happy looking sex workers okay, on the, you know on the what? front. Now that you mention it, Cheerios, they are just a bowl full of holes. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's already sexy. Already sexy. So they just got to they gotta amplify the sex so you know that's what they're going for. Oh, you know what they do? They revitalize it as cheery hose. They make the little uh, circles of cereal, they make them tighter. Ooh. Now they're tighter. That right? is good I uh, hear from 14-year-old boys who've never had sex. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you want? You want it to be like a fucking masher hole. <laughs> You want to get in there and go, oh, my dick, it hurts. <laughs> Cut my circulation off. <laughs> That's what they want. Yeah. Yeah, Cheerios. You're right, man. Cheerios. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Cheerios. It's yeah. right there. Honey Nut Cheerios already oh, writes itself. Oh, my God. And don't even get me started on Honey, the frosty comma, ones. Nuts. <laughs> Honey Nuts. Exclamation point. Cheerios. Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, man. I like that a lot. Do you have any other ideas that you could add to this list? Anything um, coming to mind huh, here? That's a tough one because, like, I I was thinking of, like, cereals I eat, but they're all old people cereals. But then I, I did think of Reese's Puffs, and I was really trying to come up with anything better than Reese's Poofs. Okay. It, okay, again, that works for the UK brand, crowd. That's yeah, the UK they, audience. Yeah. Oi. It's a, a bunch of Reese's me. Poofs, isn't it? <laughs> Oi. I was eating my Reese's Puffs this morning. Thought I'd like to have a cock in me. <laughs> Sure would. <laughs> sure would. <laughs> oh, oh, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I forgot all about me beans and toast. Too busy thinking about getting fucked, I am. Not me over here, John Lennon. Oh. Oi. Cheerios. Cheerios. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. That's free commercial right there. Trademark yeah. Dad Lovely. We get 10% off of that. Do we? That's a good deal. Ten percent of cereal sales, even when they're down, has to be a few bucks. Cucklin Oat Bran. Cucklin Oat Bran. Cucklin Oat Man. <laughs> and it's it's a man eating oats while somebody fucks his wife. I don't know. And he's just crunching. You just hear the bowl clinking and him just crunching crunch, in the corner. Crunch, 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 crunch. Then at the end, he just pours the the milk over himself. The one property, yeah. The one <laughs> property I didn't touch uh-huh. for fear of it going 
way wrong. Oh no, we're not acknowledging grape nuts. There's yeah, it's it's too easy for this to fall apart yeah. very Come fast. On now. Grape nuts, <laughs> get out of here. We're not touching that one. No, nobody does touch grape nuts. No, nobody. Craggly. <laughs> I remember long ago we made fun of grape nuts. And then somebody pointed it out on Twitter, and then Grape Nuts UK commented on it, and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Why are Grape Nuts UK getting involved in this?" Oh, you better leave Grape Nuts this. But if the social media manager at Grape Nuts UK is listening, hey, we're talking shit again, so <laughs> let's let's Talk Twitter shit. beef, I guess. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that, right? <laughs> I think there's potential. For yeah. other sexy cereal oh, rebranding yeah, out there. I think there's mm-hmm. definitely some ones that we're missing out on. Mm-hmm. Fruity Pebbles we didn't acknowledge. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, that's just Fred Flintstone and stuff. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure he's yeah, got... do me in the ass, he, he might say, say sometimes in yeah. 2022. Sure, yeah, he, he had probably had several different personalities whenever he got hit on the head, so maybe one of them was fred flintstone but gay you know what maybe we do this maybe uh-huh. we get we get fred out of the spotlight we put barney in for the oh, A yeah. team and he's barney rub hole <laughs> right <laughs> listen hey, barney's a short king so you know he's learned to rub hole <laughs> you, know <what> I'm talking <laughs> about? you know <laughs> he got betty i mean betty's the hot one. Oh, totally too, absolutely so, like, so. come on yeah yeah he knows yeah. how to rub a hole for sure <laughs> I like it. I'm here for these sexy cereal yeah, brands. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know? me too. <laughs> I'd like to know what you guys have to say about this list and other um, um, nasty cereal icons yeah. you'd like to see rebranded in the yeah, future. Yeah, I'd so love to see this. Let us know about those over on the Facebook, uh, but don't get yourself banned from Facebook. Please don't. Yeah. Because then you can't participate in the group. I and mean, if you could come up with anything worse than cunt chocolate, just keep it to yourself. You know... <laughs> Maybe maybe you just hang on to that one. Yeah. You just keep that. That made me feel gross. You know, it's a little bad. It's a little bit bad. But, hey, I'm just spitballing. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting ideas out hey, there. listen, no judgment in brainstorming, okay? That's right, man. That's right. Okay, Steve, in yep. addition to um, nasty cereals, <laughs> we are here today to be talking about one Leprechaun. Yeah, Leprechaun. 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 Yeah, that's right. That's him. This is 1993, and dude, I have been like waiting for years to watch this movie yeah. because I knew we would do it someday yeah. on the show, and somehow we just didn't get around to well, it until this year. It's March, so we always uh, try to do movies just directed by or written by women, etc. Yep, yep, Even yep. though next month is Women in Horror Month, I don't know why, like, Women's Month. That seems weird. It does. But it's fine. Give women fucking all the months. I don't give a shit. Uh, I, I think that we just, like... Yeah, because St. Patrick's Day is around this time, I've always thought, like, that's when we should do it. But then, like, I don't think about doing it the rest of the year. Um, and so finally it was just like, fuck it, we're going to do it. St. Patrick's Day. And it is unrelated to St. Patrick's Day in every way except that Mark Jones just thought like, yeah, like, you know, Halloween, Valentine's Day, they all have um, their guys. So what if we did like a St. Patrick's Day sort of thing and Maybe then we never thought about it again while making the movie? Now, hang on, though. <laughs> This movie has a lot of Irish representation in it. You know, surprisingly, uh, watching the entire franchise, he did, like, 
they did do some research into leprechauns. Like oh, they really? do include like a lot of things that are just like they seem silly, but they are actually part of leprechaun lore. I mean, originally they were cobblers. Like oh. that's what they were. So that's why he's kind of obsessed with shoes and keeping them so, clean. And yeah, stuff. I was yeah. wondering about that. Yeah. I was like, is this at all related to actual leprechaun lore, yeah. or did they yeah, just bullshit this? That seemed like one of those like weird grabs. Where it's like this was probably based on well, something. Well, yeah, that was it was based on something, but that is it is a weird like twist on it. Where it's like he can't not repair shoes. <laughs> he can't not like that's more of like uh like there is uh in some vampire folklore there's the idea that vampires are kind of OCD. So like uh if you like drop a bunch of seeds, they have to stop and like pick them up and count them. Look out, yeah. really? Yeah. So like. That's not part of leprechaun lore necessarily, but it's a good it's a good use of they they're obsessed with shoes. Sort well, of I had this idea while watching this movie that perhaps the leprechaun in this, the titular leprechaun, suffers from OCD himself. That's funny an you bring that up. Theory. Yeah, because he does have this compulsion to uh-huh. clean these shoes. Like even when he's in this like murderous rampage to fucking regain yeah. his coins, he's like. Well, th- these shoes just touch dirt. I have to polish He'll them now. He'll pogo you to death, but then he'll wipe down your shoes. Yeah, he yeah. has to. So it's like a compulsion with this guy. He's got to uh-huh. clean these shoes. Also, he's like 99 out of my 100 coins. That's He keeps exactly 100. Exactly 100 is, coins. Yeah, you're right. And he's obsessed with having that exact number. Yeah, no more, no, no less. less. Yeah. 100 it shall be. Okay. Also, I mean, he's definitely got that compulsion where you can see it in his eyes, man, where he finishes a sentence and he absolutely has to end it with, ah, yeah, <laughs> and like anytime he's talking, it's like, it sounds like he wants the next thing to rhyme, even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's thinking about he's it. He's thinking about, fuck, I should have rhymed that. God damn it. There's a few times in this where he says a line and then waits a few seconds, then goes, Uh like he's fighting it back until he can't anymore well that's i mean one might say not not to put any negative spin on work davis's uh uh, performance he doesn't do an irish accent at all ever and i think the uh yeah is his attempt at being irish (laughs) or being mario (laughs) or being mario (laughs) (laughs) he's just sounding like work davis Except with a little bit of a lilt. Yeah, so it's I, not not Irish at all. I didn't even <laughs> really think about this bizarrely enough, even yeah. though I just watched it like last night and he's a leprechaun mm-hmm. the entire movie. Yeah. I didn't think about his accent at all. Like yeah. you, you mentioned this while we were kind of setting the show up and I was like, Are you sure? And uh-huh. I rewatched the intro of the movie and it's like yeah, no, he doesn't really have an Irish yeah, accent other, like at all. Like the two people we see at the beginning are obviously trying to be the most stereotypical Irish people to oh, ever walk man. the earth. Are you talking about Officer McMurphy O Irish that uh-huh. starts the movie <laughs> and his out wife? Yeah. by uh, riding up in a limo uh-huh. and then uh, throwing an empty bottle of Jameson onto his own yard? Right. He's yeah. very Irish. Very Irish living in North Dakota. North Dakota. Why did they set it in North Dakota? Why? It's clearly shot in Central California. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it's a weird element of the franchise that those two people are the only two people to attempt an Irish accent until yeah. Origins, which is set in Ireland. Wow. Yeah, so like... Warwick, Warwick Davis is never really trying. He's he figured out his voice, which is 
charismatic and good and fun and playful. It didn't have to be Irish, and I'm glad he didn't try too hard on it, honestly. I'll tell you what Warwick Davis does. Uh And it doesn't matter if you're talking about Willow or you're talking about Harry Potter or Uh most of the movies he ends up in. And this is hard to describe, but you'll know what I mean as soon as I say it. Mm -hmm. He does a great fantasy accent. He does. It's a fantasy yes. accent. His accent in this is just Willow with a little more menace to it. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But like he doesn't sound like he's particularly from somewhere in Europe, no. but it sounds European. For sure. It sounds of olden times, uh-huh. let's say. Yes. That's exactly how to put it. It sounds of fantasy olden times. Fantasy accent. Yeah. That's what he does well. He does. How about the fact that this movie just starts... Like, the intro of the movie, right at the first of the fucking movie, is just, like, some steps. Warwick Davis is a leprechaun, just kind of traipsing down some steps. And he's got gold. And he's got gold. And he's talking to the camera. Uh Uh-huh, basically just telling us exactly the setup for all future movies. It's kind of Elm Street in a way, where the first Elm Street starts off with Freddy slashing through that fucking canvas, and you're off to the races with the baddie, only in this case it's full on the baddie, Mm -hmm. and he has a nice little sit-down talk with you. I think we've we've said this about another movie, I can't remember right now, but this seems to be trying to fill the vacuum of Nightmare on Elm Street, because it's 93 and they're just not... Yeah, Another but this Elm one's Street getting movie stiff, doesn't yeah. come out until '95, I think, for the the new Nightmare, which was like wow. a sort of like four year hiatus or five year hiatus. I think that's weird. I hadn't thought about this in the entire continuum of Freddy, but yeah, you're right. By this point, yeah. Freddy was just done. Yeah, and so yeah, to have have a new character come in, and, and they do they do like what you said, the sort of an intro like uh, Freddy. They also have that like phone scene where the his little hand oh, comes through instead of a tongue, very much blatantly, Freddie. And yeah, and like the way he tortures his victims is like, Freddie could just kill all of them the moment they go to sleep. He doesn't. The leprechaun could just kill all of them throughout this. He can teleport. He can do any sort of fucking shit he wants. It seems that way. But yeah. he likes to like torture them and and have like fun with them. It's all about the foreplay with these guys. Yeah. Yeah, so it's very yeah, very much a Freddy sort of inspired thing, but also like um, Mark Jones, the the director and writer of this, he started working on this script in '85. Whoa! And like basically, he's just working on the idea of like an evil leprechaun. But he was a cartoon writer, like an animation guy. He worked in like he worked for Hanna Barbera. He worked on like some of the like late '70s, early '80s, like Scooby Doo stuff, like. He he knew animation really well, and so he made this kind of cartoony character, but he was writing it as like a strict sort of horror movie. So obviously probably taking some from Freddy, but still trying to make it dark and scary. And when Warwick Davis was signed on, which was really just uh, Mark Jones saw him in Willow and was like, that guy would probably be Perfect. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Bringing him in, Warwick Davis had just... Um, he and his wife had just lost their first child. Oh, and they that's wanted, fucking sad. It is sad. And they wanted to get out of England, and he really just wanted to like do something kind of comedic and fun. Yeah, so sure. He, wanted, he thought it would be better to add comedy to the role, which I think is genius. And Mark Jones obviously did too, because he was like, okay, let's do some rewrites. They did some rewrites, and like Mark Jones like tried to add a lot more comedy to it. And then the studio came in and took out a lot of the comedy to try to amp up the gore make it horror again and that's where this movie fails because if it had just been comedy and funny and silly the whole time the tone would have been 
consistent and fun. It, it's Whereas kind of it's a, off. Yeah. It's it, off. It's kind of like a silly movie that has to remind itself that it's horror every now and then. Yeah, and it's like we don't need that. We get it. Like yeah. by 93 we've seen Freddy do the like fucking control a guy with a power glove. Like we get the com- you can just do the comedy. Yeah. You don't have horror, to horror go back monster to the man horror. is over at that point. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um that's the thing about it. Like, I see some people that that hate on this movie and complain about it. And they're like, oh, it got silly. It got funny. Yada, yada, yada. And it's like, are you telling me that there's somewhere a way to make a serious, scary leprechaun, leprechaun movie? movie? Yeah. I mean, what it's the same. To hear? I would say the same in this as, like, Child's Play. My favorite Child's Play movies are when they started embracing how silly it was. Once you get is. to Bride of Chucky and Son of Chucky and stuff like that, it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is perfect. Uh, and that's why I think Leprechaun Space is, again, art. <laughs> um, but this would have, like, because you look at the cartoony shit they have, the pogo stick kill. Oh, my God, um, dude. Him, like, on roller skates going through a fence and leaving behind a perfect fucking outline. Like, that cracked me up. That yeah, was so fucking was great, Looney Tunes and right? stupid. I loved it. That's what it needed more of. It just needed more cartoony shit and less attempts. Because, like... I really feel like that chase scene with the cop halfway through that is way too long and like really fucks up the flow of the whole movie. I feel like that felt way too much like they were trying to make it tense and it wasn't tense. No, uh-uh. Because at no point did I ever feel tense about it. I remember seeing this as a kid and never thinking this was a tense movie. Well, even the, the people in the movie that are being like... Uh, you know, attacked by this leprechaun. D- yeah. They never really seemed that scary. Exactly. Like... I mean, we, I mean, we we should talk about the cast. Obviously, we've already talked about Warwick Davis, who's fucking amazing. And he's he, fantastic, dude. He carries the whole franchise, everyone he's in. Yeah, and um, he, dude, his his role in this, you can tell he had so much fucking fun doing oh, yeah. this. Yes. Like, I don't think there there is a a horror icon that has as much fun being a baddie. Yeah, as the leprechaun does in this, like everything he fucking says is delivered with this yep. like hee like joy to it. It is. It is. <laughs> And he, I mean, he seriously gets to do every ridiculous goddamn thing throughout the franchise, and it's great. Like, he gets to rap. He gets to do a rap. <laughs> like, that, I mean, it's terrible, but that's kind of like the joy of the franchise, I think, is that it's just like, acknowledge, it acknowledges, it acknowledges from the beginning that it's not great horror. It was written and directed to be straight to video. Oh, and then they showed it to people, and this, as you know, we've talked about, like the late '90s or, or late '80s, early '90s was this like uh, horror movie ticket sales were down, and like it's kind of a weird era for horror. And so when they showed it to test audiences, and it did really well, they were like, "Well, fuck yeah, we got to release the theaters because it's the time." It was January '93. Like, there's no real horror movie competition. Might as well get it out there. They took a million dollar movie, made almost nine million dollars on it. Like, damn, all right, that's a good deal. That's how you see. Like, it's real weird to watch this and go, "There are seven more of these. Why?" But like, when you've spent a million on it and you made nine back, it's like, well, fuck yeah, we'll make some more. Put them direct to video. See how it goes. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah. So th- this this definitely like it. It, if Warwick Davis had not signed on to it, I don't think this would have ever gotten sequels. I don't think it would have ever gotten to where it got. He carries the movie, 100%. He carries the movie. 100%. Although, like, I think that Jennifer Aniston in this, even though she 
I guess kind of tried to write this out of her history. Yeah, I think she's very fun and charming and sweet. I think so too. I don't know why she would be upset about this. I okay. So here's what kind of happened: is that this was filmed in '91, October, yeah. November of '91. So that year, she had done uh, my Bialik thing. What is it called, Malloy? The next year, she got the Jennifer Grey part on the Ferris Bueller show. Oh, so she was, word. Right. Um, and then while this was like, you know, in trying to figure out what they were going to do with it, she got a sketch comedy show called The Edge, which was also produced by Trimark, who produced this. Um, so she kind of through this got into more legit comedy that then led to Friends. So I don't know why she, I get being like, well, it's not the best movie. But it was kind of like your most important stepping stone, it seems like. like seems it, like it, yeah. It got you into the comedy you wanted to do rather than just being in, you know, these, these Fox sitcoms that only lasted for a season. Now, The Edge only lasted for a season, but it also was written by fucking Charlie Kaufman and had all sorts of other major stars that would, like, eventually become stars. Word. It was a good stepping stone for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, like, in this movie, she is... Like fun and superficial, and yeah. I mean, honestly, she she's, makes she's her kind of stuff doing, funny. She does, yeah. and she's kind of doing a little bit of Rachel Green exactly. from Friends. Like she yeah. is this like pampered. I want to be a Valley girl. I want to have money. Yeah, I'm Which, going to check into a hotel rather than live in this country place. She <laughs> says she says she's checking into a hotel every like five seconds in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she does a lot of that stuff, and she's funny. Like, she that, is. That's the thing about it. Like that that scene in the movie where uh, she's standing by that that truck. And the leprechaun is like, kind of like rubbing her leg. Oh yeah, under uh-huh. the truck, and for yeah. whatever fucking reason, she thinks it's it's hunky guy. Yeah, like he he walked away five steps and then got under the truck somehow, which makes yeah. zero sense. <laughs> and she has that talk with her dad where she's like, "I think I know what it feels like when a man's rubbing my leg," and he's like, "You do." <laughs> like uh, it's funny, fucking stupid it stuff. It is in this. funny, stupid stuff. It's also all right. We'll talk more about the cast, but I want to talk about my theory as we're getting into it. I have this theory that this must have originally been written to be all kids. Like, the main four must have originally been written to be children because... It's not a stretch. It's not. The way that she and Nathan interact is very tween boy-girl crush. It's, like, not adult... And also hugely problematic because she's a teenager and the actor playing her is 33 so okay by hollywood rules we can say he's in his 20s but it's still fucking weird she's yeah. a teenager um and, and and then also we look at uh ozzy and alex and alex is the only like kid but he's the one who acts the most adult and then ozzy who I don't know what is going on with Ozzy. I Alex don't says know. something's wrong with his brain, but he just seems to be uh, a guy who's not very bright but hangs out with kids, but he doesn't seem to have any sort of like nothing that you would say is like wrong with him. No. He's I just was not trying very to bright. figure this out. Like the entire relationship between the three guys who paint badly yeah. crew. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, Nathan and Alex I guess are brothers, uh-huh. even though they're, they're like 30 years different. Exactly, which is like, okay, this had to have originally been kids. and yeah. would have been better if it was. But then the Aussie guy is not related to them? Nope, just some dude. What? 
who dresses like a child. Why? Probably because he was originally written. Okay. It only makes sense. Have, okay, yeah. my sub theory on this also is that. So I believe that Mark Holton, who plays Ozzy, and uh, Robert High Gorman, who plays Alex, I believe somebody sent them the wrong information and they thought they were the other character. So he was like, <laughs> okay, so I'm a child and these are my lines. All right. Um, but I'm an adult man. Gotcha. Well, whatever they're paying How me. would an adult man play this role? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the kid was like, oh, these are not things I would say. These sound like adult lines. But okay, <laughs> I guess. Well, I have this other theory that can kind of work alongside mm-hmm. that, where I have this idea that Alex, who is the biggest hard-ass in the entire yeah. movie, uh-huh. like one of the first things that he says after Ozzy like, swallows that coin is something about, like, it's not going to hurt after I murder you. Yeah. Like, the kid is a fucking hard ass. Yeah, he is. I think that Alex is such a master manipulator (laughs) that he has actually convinced Ozzy, a full-grown man who is totally normal, that he has some sort of mental deficiency. Yeah, he because, like, again, Ozzy doesn't show any... Like, he... he, At no point is anything Ozzy says wrong. No. Except at the beginning he's talking about aliens, but we're in a world where leprechauns exist, so... Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, we're in a world where, like, the government released tapes of aliens and fucking uh, <laughs> fighter jets interacting. Right. So that did happen, too. So, yeah, well, it's like he's not UFOs. wrong. UFOs. We don't know if they're aliens. Oh, come on. Right. Come on. <laughs> but I have this idea that Alex is such, like, a manipulative fucking gaslighting yeah, piece of that. shit that he actually <laughs> convinced this guy. Alex is the piece of shit of the movie. Oh, almost. yeah. Except for his older brother. Uh, who is legit, like, the worst. Oh, he's horrible. But, yeah. dude, like, that scene where Alex and Ozzy are together, and Alex is like, yeah, uh, maybe these coins are going to be worth a lot of money, and then we can get your brain fixed. Yeah. And Ozzy's like, there's nothing wrong with my brain. And he's like, well, people make fun of you, and you're stupid. Right. And then and then fucking... Uh, and, then, and Ozzy's like, nobody makes fun of me. And he's like, they do behind your back. Right. Like, he's gaslighting he's the fuck gaslighting out of him. He's gaslighting him, yes. Alex is evil. And then later, like, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, who's playing... Terry Redding. I'm going to talk about what that Is means. It Terry or Tory? Tory, sorry, Tory Redding. Okay, uh, she's playing Tory Redding, um, and separately, she's like, "There's no, he, he can't, like, there's no surgery to fix his brain." And the kid's like, "I know, he knows he's gaslighting. He knows he's gaslighting. Yes. Exactly." It all but, comes together. You're right, man. Like, this kid is such a master manipulator that he's like, I'm going to get a full-grown adult to think, to think that he I'm is, smarter than him yeah, and so that I can he push has him a, around. And that he has a mental handicap. Right. And he should work on my paint crew. Right. <laughs> and poor Ozzy's just like, okay. okay. <laughs> he's just fucking Ozzie. under his spell, man. Yeah. Ozzy's totally normal. Okay, so I have, all right, this is separate theory. About why Jennifer Aniston's character is named Tori Redding. Tori. Uh, this is the simple surface theory, which is Beverly Hills 90210 came out three years before this. Tori Spelling was popular. Well, Tori that? Redding, as in read, like spell. Okay. Yeah, Tori Redding. Spelling, Redding, okay. Right, Interestingly, right. though, as I said, Trimark produced this. And they produced uh, The Edge, the sketch comedy show on Fox. Trimark had a bit of controversy with The Edge because they made fun of Tori Spelling. Beverly Hills 90210 was also on Fox. Aaron Spelling was the cash cow for Fox. 
making fun of his daughter and saying she was a nepotism hire, which she absolutely was, not to say she can't act, but when your daddy is the guy who's running the crew and you get hired, uh, it's nepotism. nepotism. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so it kind of uh, hurt the edge a whole lot. Uh, I, th- I think the tri- whoever was in charge of Trimark must have had some beef with Aaron Spelling and was like, I'm going to make this Beverly Hills brat character, basically Tori Spelling. Wow. Yeah. Damn, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know why they would do that, though, other than just some... Like, other, like just a reference to a character on Beverly Hills 90210, you would feel like you'd go with the major stars. Because Tori Spelling wasn't, like, the biggest star. So, it seems they're very focused on the Spelling family. Damn. Yeah. All out beef, man. All out beef. Now, but, the kid that plays Alex... Uh-huh. We were starting this movie, and I was like, God damn, that kid is familiar. He almost looks like the damn kid from Poltergeist, only that can't oh. be right because the ages wouldn't line yeah, up Yeah, yeah, he'd be 10 years older. But yeah. he's the fucking kid from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah. What? Yes, he is. <laughs> that kid was in a lot of stuff. He was. He was in a lot of like stuff we saw as kids in the 90s, yeah. 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 Also, and Ozzy is Francis from Pee Wee. Yes. Yeah. Ozzy is Francis that. from Pee Wee. Ozzy's in a lot of stuff. Ozzy's in, yeah, I was going to say, Ozzy's in a lot of stuff. We'll see him in, in future movies for sure because he was in Teen Wolf. Um, he's also the grown little kid in A League of Their Own. Yes. And I didn't yep. even think about it until I saw it. And then I was like, fuck yeah, that's him. Yeah. That's actually the first thing I thought about. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. is, You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the first thing that I thought about, man. Let me ask you one of these deep cuts. I wonder if you caught this. Oh, okay. The guy that runs the, uh, whatever, coin appraisal slash He's one of the brothers, Daryl. God damn right he yeah, is, man. Yeah, from Bob Newhart show. He's yeah. a dang old Daryl is what he is. Yeah. What is that store? What is uh, it? Yeah, I, I feel like um, whenever people who live in large cities write small towns, they're like, and of course there's a coin shop, and it's like, how would that sustain itself in a small town? It's also how- a toy store. It also sells toys, yeah. <laughs> what? Because huh? reasons. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, I feel like they just needed every excuse to give the leprechaun a means of conveyance, right? That's why, yes. <laughs> yeah. He has so many vehicles. He does, man. Dude, he's got the pogo. Uh-huh. He's got the tiny car. He's got the tricycle. Okay, dude, let's just talk for a second. Sidebar. Uh-huh. This leprechaun's obsession with modes of transportation. He loves them. My God. Yeah. It was probably about three or four into the movie when I was like, does he use every mode of transportation in Except this movie? Except for walking. <laughs> Like he yeah. walks a little bit, but mostly it's he's he's either on some roller skates on a tricycle. He builds a fucking war rig in a what goddamn the fuck barn. Is that? It's like a damn Mad Max ride. Awesome. Within two seconds, he comes back in this fucking pine car derby shit with a damn pitchfork on the front of it. Yeah. Knocks a truck over with it. Uh huh. A whole truck. A whole truck with that little bitty thing. Yeah. What? No idea. Pogo stick, wheelchair. Uh huh. Skates. Mm hmm. He gets around every which fucking way. When he can teleport. When he can teleport. <laughs> I was hoping that I could spring this on you because that's one of those like logic leaps that I, I thought about today as I was thinking about the movie. And I was like, why does he do all this stuff when they show us? It's for our benefit. He can be any the damn where that he wants to. He fucking pops up inside of a safe. Yep. 
He can be wherever he wants, anywhere. And he's like, "Oh, they're going to the, they're going to that uh, uh, asylum where the original guy is already there." I, I will, along their way, show up on the back of the jeep wearing roller skates, and when they take a turn, oh no, I went through a fence. I'm gonna tell you this, man. <laughs> Anytime, speaking of that scene where he's already at that nursing home, yeah. If I ever walk into a room on somebody that I know, yeah. And they're sitting in a cheer. Turn around. And they don't turn around yeah. to look at me. I just automatically am going to assume it's somebody else wearing a disguise. It's the leprechaun. This problem. is what always happens. Yep. Give me psycho for 500, Alex. Uh-huh. Anytime somebody's sitting turned around from you in a chur. Yep. And they don't turn around to greet you. It's because it ain't them. Ain't them. It's a goddamn leprechaun. It's an impostore. <laughs> Learn something, people. Dude, his modes of transportation in this. I was goddamn waiting for him to fucking whip out a hang glider at some point. That would have been great, honestly. I would love to see Leprechaun on a hang glider. Nowadays, you could put him on a little Segway. Uh Uh-huh. A little Segway would be fun. Uh-huh. He didn't roller blade. No, he roller skated. That would have been nice. Yeah, they should have put the blades on him. It was 91. They were already around. Dude, him in that little car delighted me so much. Me too. And I, I reminded you, of course... Of one of the greatest, the best uh, YouTube videos you can find out there. <laughs> I watched just, it like three times. Last just night. look up what the fuck's going on, mini truck. <laughs> that guy just cruising up on the scene. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> that shit running it. off two AAA batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, fucking look that up look on it YouTube. Up. It's one of the funniest goddamn things. If you don't know what we're talking about, just yeah. stop your vehicle right now. Put down the weights. Yeah, put down. You put down whatever you're doing and look it up. Look that it's so shit up because it's a treasure, man. Yeah. I do love also how it is acknowledged that he is 600 years old. Mm-hmm. He has been in this crate for a decade. Mm-hmm. He gets out, but he also does acknowledge that whenever a cop car is behind me and it's got its cherries and blueberries on, I, I must pull over. <laughs> Also, he knows, like, cop code. Like, whenever he, he gets on the horn yeah. and is like, we got a 10 or niner over here or whatever. <laughs> he knows. He knows that stuff. Well, he knows he how does. a pogo stick works. He also does what? perfect impressions. Amazing. Perfect impressions of everybody. Children, kitty cats. Kitty cats, that cop that he just killed and never heard his voice really. <laughs> Let's talk about that damn kitty cat scenario. Yeah. Because in the middle of all this shenanigans where she's like, oh, uh, Nathan's touching my leg. And he's like, mm-hmm. it was probably a possum. Wait, I hear a kitty cat. I should go fucking uh, a shoulder deep into this tree to try to get this kitty out. I have to have a kitty right that now. That already scratched one person. Uh, yeah, yeah, already did one. Yeah. And then he gets bit by that leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun which, bite. Dude, I love that little shot of mm-hmm. his face inside of that that, yeah. that <laughs> knot hole. He, he's like, I bit him. That was hilarious. Yeah. And then it's like, this is ultimately all so that the dad can uh, leave the movie and never come back. Yes. We had to get rid of the dad, which is, again, why it would have been perfect. It was for kids, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If, 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 like, you, you could have made it. Like different ages, of course. This could be, you could have the Nathan kid could be 16, so he could drive him to the hospital. And then maybe, you know, the uh, Jennifer Aniston character who couldn't be played by Jennifer Aniston if you're going to say she's 14, but maybe she's like 14 or 15. Uh, and then maybe the other kid's a little bit younger. That's a fun, like, dynamic with the leprechaun, which again, totally. I think, like, it, it just was like a, a, clashing visions trimark thought they were making a horror movie 
and Mark Jones thought he was making kind of a comedy horror movie. And if you just got the comedy horror and there were four kids and I didn't hate Nathan because he's a 33-year-old man thinking, I'll teach you to be vegetarian. <laughs> oh, you're scared of spiders. Girls are scared of spiders. Boys aren't. <laughs> also, you, you do have to watch out for those house tarantulas, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That's true. House tarantulas are a thing, yeah. I guess, in North Dakota. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like it would have been better if it was all kids dealing with this. Because, again... Especially being more cartoony is what I want out of this. More, yeah, more silly. It wouldn't hurt. I mean, it's already a pretty fucking silly movie yeah. as it is. Like, there's no way you could watch this and expect to be scared. Yeah, and it's funny too because like I remember, you know, as as a kinder kid, seeing the box and the poster and shit for this. He's creepy, right? Yeah, and in yeah. Video West and Movie Magic and shit back where I grew up, mm-hmm. and thinking that it looked so scary, he looked so fucking sinister. Yeah. And his face looked all like, almost looked like it was carved out of wood. I'm the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, Wayne's yeah. World. Man. Wayne's World. Totally. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember thinking like, I bet that's a really scary movie. Right. And then you know, now as I watched it for the first time as a damn 37 year old man last night, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I, I probably would have thought this was hilarious and fun yeah. when I was a kid. It's not yes. scary whatsoever. I saw, yeah, saw it back then as a kid, tween, I guess when this came out. Uh, and thought it, yeah, thought it was hilarious. Never thought it was very scary, but did like as you said, like the makeup is real good. He it looks is. good and creepy, and also like, I mean, Warwick Davis is is obviously used to playing in a lot of makeup, so he's able to make it expressive. It's not just like gross makeup, but like he can make it look like it's natural and yeah. feel, which makes it feel grosser, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like the prosthetics, like on his hands and stuff, look really cool. Yeah, he's got those like nasty little pointy teeth that are all dirty. Uh huh. I think the look and the makeup is really great and yeah. really convincing, man. Yeah, that's uh, the makeup's by Gabe Bartalos. And, you know, I, I think, honestly, um, after having seen Leprechaun Origins and Returns, Returns does a good job with the makeup, but I don't think the I don't think these two that have been made most recently are even close to as good as the makeup in this first one. Wow. I think, like, I, I don't know if studios just aren't willing to pay anymore for the things that it would take to make prosthetics look good or what, but, like... Not, not the Leprechaun returns the the makeup looks good. It just doesn't look as natural and human, which yeah. is what makes it so creepy. Mm-hmm. Is that it looks too natural? Because you're like, that's not how a face is supposed to look. But the proportions are right. God damn it! Like, what do you think about like the uh, the effects in terms of the gore and kills and stuff? Like, I feel like most of the kills in this are just like, uh, he pogoed on you. Now we threw some caro corn syrup blood yeah. on your face. You got hurt. You got bit, yeah. there's blood on your hand. You got yeah. scratched, there's blood on your leg. Like that's about the extent of the effects. Yeah, it's not major. I'm not even this. that mad about him though because honestly, you're you're just being like bitten or scratched by a leprechaun. So, it yeah. probably looks about right. Yeah, it was crazy to me that they thought it was a possum or a cat that scratched her leg though because those huge that was like a wide fucking triple scratch mark thing going on. I think the coolest special effects and probably the most technical ones are like at the very end of the movie when he totally like chuckies and like melts. Yeah. And crawls up at that well. Yeah. That's probably the most impressive special effects. They they look pretty good to me. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think anything looked bad for sure. Like it it all, it all looks good. There's nothing just like, there's nothing that goes overboard 
which is kind of what you would want, I feel like, especially if you're trying to be kind of goofy. and Like, I feel like Trimark's desire for gore could have been met and still been silly and comedy-like. Like, yeah. The, you could have gone more guts, like more, like, silliness, kind of like a Peter Jackson movie or something, and it would just add it to the humor rather than making it more, like scary yeah 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 they could have gone more overboard grosso yeah. colored liquids sp- mm-hmm. spewing everywhere yeah, like like sure. dead alive style yes and that, that could have been, been fun uh-huh. for sure i yeah, mean I, he does get that like burnt face off cool. type of thing at the end that's cool yeah but i even feel kind of like some of the gore where they show us just like these close-ups of like oh my god dad's hand got bit by this kitten in a tree right. or whatever yeah a lot of those shots just feel like we really need this to be rated R. So let's yeah. let's add in some blood and yep. let's make Jennifer Aniston say fuck a few times. Yeah. Yeah. They Definitely really feels like they were yeah. trying to pad it out for that R rating. Yeah, the R rating and, and R ratings meant more when we cuz I they mean They still do. I mean Yeah, I guess that yeah, I guess they still do matter to horror fans a lot, but like back then it meant maybe boobs. Like that was maybe, the yeah. type of thing where it was like, "Oh, it better be rated R cuz maybe boobs when we This we're is rented. a boob-free yeah. venture. Absolutely boob-free. Um it, it is there's not even a, a hint of a boob. No. Nope. They don't even think about boobs in this. Uh-uh. There's also some other padding going on where I feel like they they had some sort of intent where they're like, if it's not 90 minutes, it's not a movie. Yeah, and that's not true. This should have been 70 minutes, and that would have been fine. Yeah, Yeah. and and I'll tell you, man. Probably would have been beneficial. Probably. I never felt like this movie drug or like I was getting bored and like checking my phone and checking like, how much is left in this fucking movie? I never really Mm. felt like I was hitting that point. But I was definitely reaching points where I was like, do we need to see a full-fledged game of hide-and-seek with a cop? No, and it's way too long. Like, it really breaks up the movie in a way, because it's almost halfway through the movie, and it shows shows, um, uh, Nathan uh, and uh, Tori go to that cafe. Then it cuts to this cop stuff, which lasts for like 10 minutes, I, I feel, then it cuts back to that cafe, and it's like... Back to the cafe, still it, dining. Yeah, and it's like, at the cafe, it's been actually 10 minutes. And it's like, well, that's not how movie editing works. Like, no. You've moved us 10 minutes ahead. The plot should be progressing here. We should not go back to hear him be like, oh, vegetarian, huh? Did you know they kill cows any goddamn way? <laughs> like, fuck, Eat some Jesus meatloaf. Jesus Christ. Uh, like seriously, Nathan. Nathan, I, be, I I don't know. I can't say anything about how Ken Olant played it for sure. But it feels like he read the script and thought he was the hero of the movie, and the movie is telling us he's wrong. I thought watching it the first time and second time that the movie was telling us he's right and that she's a spoiled girl who needs to learn. Yeah, but. She doesn't actually learn anything. No. And then she becomes the hero, and he's not. So, like, but he doesn't get his comeuppance where it's like, see, you fucking idiot. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, nobody really progresses in any way. There's, like, yeah. no character arc for anybody. That's something that, like, even in my notes that I was looking over, I was kind of anticipating. Yeah. Because it seemed like there was some very obvious, like, 
this is going to be relevant later. Uh-huh. Like, there was with stuff where it's just like, oh, you got to go fucking bang on this part in the motor for the, the yeah. engine to start. And it's like, yeah, that came back later. But I thought there was other stuff, too, where it's like, okay, she's so obviously infatuated with money and material possessions and that greed. maybe she'll be, like, obsessed with the gold and not want to give it to him when she pulls it up out of the fucking... Or that, you know, maybe she'll see that this leprechaun's greed is what turned him to a monster right, and she and should be her... less possessive of money. Sure. That doesn't happen. Also, yeah. I kind of figured when she was talking about being a vegetarian and she was like, I don't kill any living creature, mm-hmm. that maybe at the end she would be the one to deliver the fucking killing but blow. But no, they don't let her go full hero. No, it's it's sociopath gaslighter Alex. Yeah. Delivers the fuck you lucky charms But that at the is end. cool. But it, could, it would have been better if it was her. Yeah. It? I felt like that was like set up where it's like she's going to have some kind of progression where she's going to be not greedy and yeah. kill something. At some point, it would have been real great for, at the very least, for her to get a line in at Nathan, like, thought you said girls were afraid of spiders or whatever the fuck stupid idiot shit you said earlier. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, but no. It doesn't really not, happen, though. doesn't happen at all. And, and yeah, like, he doesn't realize that uh, her being a Beverly Hills girl didn't stop her from fucking dealing with this leprechaun. Yeah. She doesn't realize, doesn't change in any real way. Uh, nobody changes. The only thing that happens is, I guess, we're supposed to see the leprechaun as the protagonist of the movie, and it's a tragedy at the end. <laughs> you know? It God does kind of start it, with their story. leprechaun! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Even when it comes to the leprechaun himself... Yeah. Okay, there's some rules about this character I cannot figure out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's... That's, yes, very Leprechaun as a franchise. Okay. The rules are all over the fucking place. Well, at least they they stay consistent with it. (laughs) They do. They stay consistent by never being consistent. (laughs) So his precious gold that he's so obsessed with. Right. Which uh, Dan O'Grady mm-hmm. steals from him, takes back to the to the new world of North Dakota. Oh, Dan O'Grady, I can't believe you brought this gold into me home. <laughs> That's more Irish than anyone in the movie is. Off I go to Catholic Church to pray to the Pope. <laughs> Dude, okay, so he's so obsessed with this gold. That's his joint. But then also, whenever there's that, like, rainbow... Uh huh. And Alex and Ozzy go to it inspect leads them it to where it is, which is in a truck. For but it room? like materializes. Yeah. It's like bling, and it's there. Yeah. What are the rules of this gold? Who is making it appear and disappear? The rainbow, What's by the way, on? I don't think comes back again until uh, back to the hood. Oh really? Yeah. I, I I think Leprechaun returns. Okay, so here just to give a little like. Uh, uh, peek into the franchise talk. Um, this one, clovers are his weakness. That's the weakness. Yeah, right. four leaf clover. He in cannot the fucking one, abide by. Wrought iron is his weakness. Oh. In the third one, it's a medallion pendant type of thing. Ooh. Which, in the fourth one, literally zero weaknesses. <laughs> He's he gets blown up Fight. by a grenade <laughs> and comes back. He's fine. He takes some point blank shots in this one. He gets his damn hand cut yeah. off in this one. Yep. But you're saying in four, he's just full on invincible. Yep. The vacuum of space kills him. That's it. Um, then five, the medallion's kind of back. And then the rainbow thing comes back and back to the hood. Like, like there's no real consistency throughout. 
Love it. Though Steve Kostansky did a fucking great job in returns of including both, uh, our, all three, the Clover, the the Rod Iron, and a Medallion. Cool. So, like, he, he did a good job of kind of, like, all three of those are, are weaknesses sort of thing. But also, like, in this, he's not as strong as possible because he doesn't have his gold. Yeah, and he but, reminds you of that. And he does, but look, like the moment he gets his gold, he doesn't do anything different than what he's been doing before. That's true. Except that he, when he gets his gold, when he uh, just fucking, what is it, uh, teleports, now you can tell he teleported, which seems like a negative. Because all the teleportation he did before that... He was just like, poof, poof, poof. I, I'm saying poof. There was no poof. Literally no. nothing happened. He's just editing. He's here because yeah. he is. <laughs> He's here because I edited it that way. Um, and now you can tell. And now he can also make the, the gold teleport to him. Also, full inconsistency. He can tell where his gold is sometimes. But if you put it in a well, apparently, he has no fucking clue. Lost track of it entirely. Lost, oh, I can't smell me gold. Nope. Can't do it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. His power in, his power is so inconsistent, and like you can't really define what it is other than teleporting a lot. Well, he like, tries to like shoot some green shit out of his hand at one point. And he has like mild yeah. telekinesis. Mild telekinesis. He um he's obviously invulnerable. Nothing seems to hurt him except for clover. You can stun him though. I mean, you, you can, can put him, him down for a minute or two, yeah. and then you walk away, and he's fine. Yeah, a hundred times in a row. Like and he it does. seems like guy in the beginning stole his stuff in ireland came all the way back to north dakota and then the fucking le uh, leprechauns there he can tra fucking teleport himself from ireland to north dakota that's a ways and and like he didn't like what did he do call to get the guy's fucking flight itinerary no he just knew he was there like his powers are He's basically God in all these <laughs> universes, but he likes to give everybody a chance. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But again, it's all about the, the theatrics, the foreplay. It is. Yeah, he is, he's a theatrical guy. And as I said before, he is. He knows he's a cartoon. He's playing to the camera. He's playing to us. He's doing stuff so many times that nobody else can see. It's a third I, wall shit. Yeah. yeah, and throughout the franchise, he will just be walking along rhyming. Fourth wall. Fourth wall, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Before someone else corrects me, <laughs> god damn it. Um, but he'll just be walking along rhyming, and it's like, no one can for hear For who? Him. He's doing that for <laughs> us. This, he is Bugs Bunnying. Like, yeah. he's talking to us. <laughs> and that's fine. That's fun. I would just wish they would amp that up. Be more cartoony. I think 3 does a good job of being cartoony as fuck. I also really thought that the consequences of his like bites and scratches were going to be more serious. Because they really make a yeah. point to show you like, oh man, he bit this guy. He's yeah. got to go to the fucking hospital. Uh, this person got scratched. You were hoping for a were leprechaun. Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping it was like going to turn Part three's people. 3's got you covered, buddy. Fuck. Watch do it. Do I have to watch... Wait, excuse me. Do I get to watch all these movies now? I I would not suggest because I don't want to feel responsible for anyone's journey. I would not suggest doing it. However, do I it. will say it was not the most painful franchise journey I've been on. I've done worse. I mean, I've, I've, wa worse, I've watched yeah. all the Hellraisers. Yeah, okay. All of them. All of them? It's not going to be worse than that, right? No. 
Absolutely not. It can't. No. It cannot get worse than that. So, no, I, I feel like it's not painful, but there are ones you could totally skip. Yeah. But then also, like, why? I mean, like, if you're going to do the journey, just take it. Yeah, like, go for it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've watched all the leprechauns except for part two. I mean, on, I, I will tell you at the end, you do see God. Like, literally? Yeah, you do. What? Yeah, well, God just shows up to you and is like, thank you, my child, for this watching these films. This gonna be like, is my hey, scripture. Listen, I got some problems with you, buddy. <laughs> That's what... Listen, the moment I said that, he was like, ho, 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 I'm not that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't do the bad stuff. I guess he doesn't do the bad stuff. I don't know. Hmm. He also said ho ho ho, so it may have been Santa. He might have been the leprechaun. He, he might have been a leprechaun. <laughs> Thank you, me boy, for watching me films. <laughs> I'll tell you this: we went on Amazon last night, uh-huh. and it was like you can rent this for three ninety nine. Uh huh. You can buy it for five ninety nine. You bought it, so I bought it. Yeah. I do not have buyer's remorse. Okay. I mean, six bucks, that's not a bad deal. Like, listen, this is a stupid as fuck movie. It's very dumb. It is not scary whatsoever. No. It's some garbage. It's, it's got yeah. Rachel Green in it. It does have Rachel Green in it with her old nose. With her old nose, which is fine. I Yeah. I, I was watching it the whole time, and I was like, so wait, what did they do to her now? Like, like trying to figure know. out, like, she's a pretty lady here. She's, she's a gorgeous. pretty lady she's in the future. What, like, what happened? Yeah, no net change yeah. overall right there. Uh-huh. Uh, she doesn't have the Rachel haircut, no, but she, she does have some fat L.A. gears. She's wearing some L.A. gears that are fucking rad. I had a sweet pair of L.A. gears back in the day with the two. They had the two strings. Oh, look oh, out. Oh, man. And dude, her uh, her like crazy painted denim short rig. Yeah. Looks great. It looks great. Yeah, she's, she's great in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot to complain about because I'm nah. just like, yeah, this was dumb I mean, and not, simple and all over the place. It's clearly and, not a perfect movie. No, but of like, course not. There's not. It, it, but is there a perfect leprechaun yeah, movie exactly. out there? Exactly. Like, is there a way to make this like something on par with Halloween one? No, or? no. There's no way this would have ever been a a, a, a like scary horror movie. I no. don't think. But also, I, there are ways to improve it where I think more people would be on board with Leprechaun. But I feel like this is about as good as you would expect when you're going in with a million-dollar budget thinking this is going direct to video. Come on. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. And this is Mark Jones's first uh, directing gig, too. Like All of those limitations. We still got a dramatic scene where people are throwing shoes. That's true. I can't think of any other movie that has that. Nope. Also has a scene where uh, he he burns his hand on a stove eye. That was funny. And has to yeah. frantically grab a spatula <laughs> to like spatula his hand off the stove eye. And why he gets shot point blank, point blank. and is never like ouch. Ouchy. This hurts. <laughs> but this stove eyes. The stove eye did it. Putting some fucking hurt <laughs> yeah. on him, I guess. So he's got a spatula that thing. Up. Like come on. It's so dumb. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like yeah. I, I had a great time watching this movie I get overall. Yeah. I love the garbage, dude. It, it is no it is garbage. It yeah. is. Yeah. Exactly. So like, but it wh- didn't here's the thing about it. It's not boring garbage. It's not boring. Yeah. And also it didn't need to be anything more than garbage. No, that's true. When you go in knowing it's a movie about an evil leprechaun, it's like, Oh, okay, well this is there's no way this is gonna be great. Totally. Yeah. Bring me the trash. Yep. <laughs> I got in the trash. Yep. And I was I was sassified. Yep. I was sassified uh-huh. with it, man. So I get it. 
I'm not mad about this. You got anything else about this movie you want to talk about? No, I, th- I think we've really exhausted the, the intricacies <laughs> the of Leprechaun. Yeah. Of sexy cereal and <laughs> Leprechaun. A historic episode. You yeah. got a rating you're going to slap on this thing? Yeah, I mean, uh, as we said, uh, my rating here is just going to be about the, the quality of the movie, but not about its entertainment value. It is entertaining. Watch it. But it's like a four, four and a half for me where like... I'm not mad at it, but I'm not going to say it's better than any good movie we've done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Honestly, I feel like back in the day I gave the Evil Dead remake maybe like a four, four and a half, and I would I would amend that and say Evil Dead remake is obviously a fucking better movie than this, <laughs> but I need to re- re-examine to what a four means. A okay. four means to me, a four and a half, I'll say it's almost middle of the road but i feel like i would be doing a disservice to the autopsy of jane doe you're five my my five my middlest of the road movie i'd be doing a disservice to pretend it's a five because that's a way better fucking movie and has scary moments okay whereas this is it's silly as shit and i it may give you an idea of what this franchise uh discussion is gonna sound like on thursday this is one of this is like the height of the series, basically. Wow, and it's a four point five. Though again, I will tell you, Leprechaun in Space is a work of art. Damn. Yeah. What do you think? I I, I enjoyed it. I yeah, I rate movies on how much fun I had watching. Yeah, it's them. really really fun. And it's like, is it well made? Man, eh, not really. Is it well edited? Definitely no. not. Uh, is it scary? No. Nope. <laughs> it's just some fun, fucking stupid yeah. garbage. And, and I enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. I had a great time watching this movie last night. For me, this is way higher. This is like, I'm going to say six and a half. Okay. Six and a half for me, man. You, give I me really the garbage. I think you should give this, the more I think about it, you should give this equals a try. Because like, I think I should. Like, yeah. It, it, is a, it is just a lot more the same. And like, he he gets better in the role even. Where like, he has more like, presence to it and more like jokiness to it he's and, amazing yeah. dude he's, he's awesome so good this. and yeah and, and part three as i said is a lot more cartoony and has a wear van or a wear leprechaun in it bring it on yeah and then four again is the uh, the venus de milo of leprechaun shit yeah. take me to space <laughs> i want to go to there I'll find out about it. I want to watch uh, more of these, so I'm yeah. sure that I will. Do it. And you guys be sure to tune in to next week's episode where we're going to be talking about... Wait, hang on. Before I tell you about what movie we're going to do, oh. you guys need to uh, support the show on Patreon if you like what you hear. Uh, throw some dollar papers our mm-hmm. way. Helps yep. us out a ton. And maybe you get to hear a movie of your choosing featured on a future episode. Yeah, uh, patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Head on over there, become a patron on any level. You get to listen to our uh, 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 Patreon exclusive episodes. You do. As Got I one said, about Leprechaun. One will be coming out tomorrow. Look out. Um, and uh, if you become a patron on a $5 level, you get to submit a movie to the Smoking Bowl. We draw from the Smoking Bowl, and then we cover that movie on the goddamn show. Smoking. Smoking. Like the mask. You could throw the mask in there. Why not? Sure. I mean. I don't give a shit. I haven't seen it in so long, but it's not as good as I remember. I remember as a kid loving it, but yeah. that was also like I was a kid. <laughs> That's true. Cuban Pete. Oh yeah, uh-huh. King of the Rumba Beat. Yeah, look out. So yeah, maybe go in there, sub, uh, submit mask, or just mask. That movie yeah, mask. So, yeah, with Eric Roberts. Maybe that goes in there. I don't know. <laughs> is it Eric Roberts? Uh, isn't isn't the guy? Fuck. No, I feel like it's Eric. Uh, it's Stoltz. Like, Stoltz. Yeah. Stoltz. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. the one right there. Maybe you put that in there. Mm-hmm. 
Who knows? But yeah, either way, support the show on Patreon, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and Spotify helps a ton. By the way, Spotify like went down today. Yeah. While I was in the gym, I had to listen to podcasts like I was you or something. Oh, damn it. So you, did you get buffer? No, I didn't. What? No, seriously. I did like three quarters of my workout, and I was like, I'm not feeling this, and I went home. Huh. Seriously. You got to have a beat, huh? I got to have a beat. I'm okay. like Janet Jackson. Give me a beat. Wait, did they not play music in your gym? Yeah, but do you think I want to listen to that horse uh, okay. shit they play? Listen, I okay, so I go to the Ugh. YMCA and like the main building is where I used to work out, and they play Christian rock all. Ugh. And I was like, always had my my headphones in, like down in the garage where I work out. Now it depends on who's there, but most recently the uh, playlist was Old Dirty Bastard, Outcast, and '90s Snoop. I'd pop off a headphone and enjoy Fuck that Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is rad. Yeah, what? fine. Sure. <laughs> Ditch my NPR podcast for this shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I was listening to Fresh Air. I thought you were. This is me, Terry Gross, with Ooh. Fresh Air. Ooh, Fresh Air. Yeah. So yeah, be sure to rate and review on there. It does help us out a ton, and we appreciate it. Be sure to follow us on all those social medias and stuff. We've got a Linktree page you can find. Yep. Follow us on Instagram. Our Facebook group is like the best. Facebook yeah. group is seriously fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So be sure to hang out there. Soak up all those good memes and funny conversations all you guys start up for us. And tune in to the show next week where we're going to be talking about a movie that I am intrigued by. Yeah, I'm excited to do this. I've, I've seen it a couple times. This is directed by Lee Janiak, who did the Fear Street movies recently. Mm, that are a little... Mm, okay, uh, well, let me tell you this. This uh, definitely proves that she is a great horror filmmaker and that the Fear Street movies are probably a little bit geared toward a particular audience by Netflix, but she showed that she could fucking do a great job with the material provided yeah because honeymoon 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 is uh enigmatic sort of slow burn horror movie that's like that yeah and i i've been wanting to talk about it for a long time because it's i there are a lot of questions for me about it so i'm excited to get to Mm, it next week sounds intriguing man sounds Mm -hmm. intriguing so yeah next week on the show we'll be talking about honeymoon so be sure to tune in then in the meantime, y'all, I hope everybody out there is doing very well. Watch out for Yapata Gold. Uh, be sure to shine the gold buckles on your shoes. Obviously. Point them out to your friends. Uh-huh. You Look at the gold buckles on my shoes. Did you see the gold buckles on my shoes? <laughs> Did you notice them? Witness them. Witness my gold buckles. Right Eternal. We'll see you guys next time. I've been Uncle Ben. I've been Hollywood Steve. You guys have been... Alive and lovely. Mm. Bye now. We love you. All right, Steve, I need you to do me a favor. You go out there, you look at that lawn of yours. Okay. Is that thing overgrown? Is it in need of a trim? You got everything just overgrown. You need to cut that grass and stuff out there, right? Don't you? Sure, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I also have a sneaking suspicion that maybe your very obscure sexual fetishes are unfulfilled. Maybe. Maybe you need to get that took care of too, huh? All right, maybe. Sure. That's why you need to call up my brand new service that takes care of your lawn and your deviant sexual desires. It's called the Marquis de Sade. (laughs) 
Is that right? We send a squad over. Uh-huh. Fellers got big old uh, bush hogs and lawn mowers and weed eaters and stuff. They take for care sex. of it. They, they, well, you know what? If that's what you're into. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. We're all grown ups here. Sure, yeah. Yeah. We also got another squad comes into the house. They got your, your ordinary whips and chains and, mm-hmm. and uh, lotions and oils. Mm-hmm. Everything you need. Okay. So... Maybe you got a weed eater outside. Yeah. Then somebody comes in and eats your weed. Oh. Oh. You know what I'm about? A bushwhacker indoors. Anybody, yeah, a little huh? bushwhacking indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you got somebody outside dealing with your mud hole. You get somebody inside working your mud hole. Somebody out there is cleaning the gutters. Somebody in there is cleaning the gutters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. I like it. Marquis de Sade's going to take care of all Desaad. of it. Uh-huh. Damn. All right. I'm <laughs> call, with it. Call us up. <laughs> call us up. I love it.